Hey guys, brand new podcast. Uh, I am on a cruise, so hopefully this got off in time. My wife is in charge of, you can hear my dad laughing. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Uh, he's picking apart this cruise I'm going on. I'm going on with my buddy, Cal, Mike Calta, Cowhead, and my dad is not a fan of carnival cruises. No one is, he says. Why, how bad is it? It's a hundred bucks a day, all you can eat in a room? It's a hundred bucks a day. That's it. <laughs> All you can eat in this. <laughs> thousand bucks for nine days. Book down, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh fuck. So I'm taking off on the cruise right now. Oh my god. And uh, so my wife's posting this. I don't know. Uh, tour dates. Go to burpburpburp.com. Um, I'm really bad at fucking. He's still laughing in the back. Can you hear him? Calendar. No, why the fuck? Sorry. Um, you know my tour dates. I wonder if I should just steal this from a previous podcast. Um, Philadelphia Helium, October 6th through 8th. Comics Comedy Club in Mohegan Sun. The next week, Gotham the week after that. I'm in Mermaids in Fayetteville, Arkansas on the 28th of the month. Uh, November 3rd, my birthday, or the date and funny phone, phone, bone, I'm, I'm imploring you guys to have a surprise for party for me. And then Baltimore the week after that, Tampa, Morty's. By the way, thank you everyone who came out to the Tampa Call and Sick to Work show, uh, another sold out show. I am so happy about that tour. It is so fun. I do not remember the end of the show. So, uh, it, it was, it was a great fucking time. Uh, all right. Oh, real quick. Do you ever feel that you're having a hard time choosing between price and quality to get an amazing, affordable shave? DollarShaveClub.com has the answers to prove how amazing their shave really is. Right now, they're going to give you your first month free to join the club. We all love a closed shave. DollarShaveClub.com delivers amazing razors right to my front door for a third of the price of what these greedy razor corporations charge. Seriously, I have no reason to deal with the drugstore and the hassle that comes along with the drugstore and the long lines that comes with the drugstore and the person who decides to grab Fritos, which are actually behind them in line and behind you in line while they go to check out. You don't have to go over to that 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 little razor fortress they've got where can you please unlock the razors because apparently people are stealing razors because they can move them on the free market pretty quickly and now you won't have to deal with it i don't deal with it you don't deal with it when you join dollar shave club just go to dollarshaveclub.com pick up pick a razor that works for you from their amazing lineup of blades that's all there is to it me personally 
I get a first-class shave when I use the executive blade. And when I use their Dr. Carver's shave butter, oh, the blade just gently glides for the smoothest shave ever. With Dollar Shave Club, you got a, a, a nice, tight, like almost military, clean, that model. Like you ever see the models and you're like, how do their face get so smooth? You get that. And you smell like a million bucks without paying for it. Here's your chance to see why over 3 million members just like me love Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is so confident in the quality of all their products that now you can get their first month for free. Just pay shipping. That's it. That's all. After that, it's just a few bucks a month. No long-term commitment. No hidden fees. No reason not to do it. Get your dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. Let me say that again just in case I stuttered. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T. That's right, guys. You too can have a clean shave and just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash BurtCast. All right. Let's start the podcast. Today's podcast is uh, three younger comics who are on a comedy tour. Uh, they have a book out right now. Let's see. The book is called, uh, it's available October 4th, available for pre-order. I talk about it during the podcast. It's called The Liberal Redneck Manifesto, Dragon Dixie Out of the Dark. Um, it, they're, you know, it's so funny. When I first started the podcast with them, I think it sounds a tad bit contentious. It sounds like maybe, I mean, it might have been my fault. I don't know. It was just kind of a... Uh, like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, there was a weird vibe I feel like was going on. And then all of a sudden it changed. It changed, uh, the second Corey came in, in, in a speedo. So, uh, the, and then it turned into the funnest, like hang. I think it's like a two, two hour, two and a half hour podcast. The funnest hang ever. Uh, and we started drinking moonshine and I put on a speedo. So uh, if you feel like at the beginning, you feel like, uh, this isn't, well, they're talking about politics. Scoot, scoot forward to like 38 minutes. And, uh, and that's when it changes and we start drinking and laughing and talking about the South. And Leanne comes in at the end. So if you feel like at the beginning, you're like, this is a lot of politics talk. They, these guys do talk about politics. You know, uh, they're liberal rednecks. So they do talk about politics, but politics isn't my thing. And I don't, I end up becoming contrarian to whatever anyone's saying. And it's just cause I don't, I don't know. So if you, if you feel like at the beginning of this, you're like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Just scoot ahead to like 30 minutes in and the energy changes immediately when Corey comes in <clears throat> and opens a bottle of moonshine in his speedo. Uh, so <laughs> what are you laughing about now? What are you laughing about now? Oh, <laughs> wait, what is it? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I don't. <laughs> poor Cruz. What? <laughs> poor, poor Cruz. Uh, poop cruise. 
Is that the front desk? Is that the front gate? Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, so I'm off on a cruise. So let's hope this gets posted and sent. Hopefully I can post it too. I got to send it to Leanne. Uh, but yeah, so today's podcast is uh, Trey Crowder. You may know him from Facebook videos, uh, the liberal redneck. He does. He's a really funny, really funny. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, Trey Crowder, Corey Forrester. And Drew Morgan. Let's see. Check, 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 check. check, check. Yes, you, you are on, check, you are check. on channel talk. Hello, hello. You're on channel one. On channel two. Hello. You are three. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, You're four. Hello. I'm going to drop. That mic fucking sucks. Um, yeah, I hate that mic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It's it's a really good mic, but like, I don't know. Every time I listen to it, I end up having to go through and doctor it. Right. And then I bought another mic, but I'm fucking, I'm a mess back here. Is it quieter or louder? What's it, no, you know, sometimes it like it'll it'll pick up room t- tone. Right. So like, it, and it's it sounds silly, but if you if you're not taught, like I yesterday I did one with uh, Bill and Tom, and Bill obviously does the majority of the talking because Tom and I are just sitting there laughing. Right. So there's times where you hear the room tone expand and you're like, and so you just got to cut the, right. cut the audio, but it's fine. Um, yeah. Ellis is an interesting guy. Yeah. Like a really interesting guy. He, uh, he's kind of guy that he goes really hard and then he just stops and then he starts, te- sends out texts like, Hey, we're cool. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. And you're like, have you been off the rails for a while? Yeah, I've been off the reservation. Just making sure I didn't offend you or say something behind your back. And you're like, no, I'm good. Right. Yeah, I love Ellis. What else? What other press have you guys done when you're out here? I did Todd Glass's show last night. Really? That was yeah, a trip. That was, uh, an insane amount of fun, man. That was super awesome. Todd Glass is like... Uh, is one of my favorite human beings in the yeah, world. He's a, yeah, he's already one of mine, and yeah. just from that experience, like just how hard he goes on his show. Yeah, <laughs> like said, we we like, got up at like one a.m. Pacific time, but in Tennessee to fly out here yesterday, and then came and did stuff all day. And Todd Glasses was the last thing, and so like on the way over there, I was like, God, man, I'm bombed out. But his energy and shit is just so he's just infectious or whatever. You know, it totally pulled. Pulls you out of it, like when you're there, and I, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Well, he's and, you know he's one of those guys that uh, I don't know it, how long how long y'all been doing stand up? Six years, for, 12, 12 years for me. Okay, he's one of those guys that when if you work with him, you reassess the way you're looking at the business. I told him that last night. I was like, yeah. this guy works so hard at things that you didn't think you should have to work that hard at stuff he, like like the littlest things. Like I remember I went went into Miami uh, improv. And I was like, I was just uneasy. And and then I said something to Todd, and he was like, "Well, it's the fucking lighting, right? In the green room, the lighting. You, you can't have you can't have halogen bulbs above you. You need a lamp. They need a lamp with a scarf over it or something." And you're right. like, "Fuck! <laughs> that would have been great to know that earlier." Yeah. But yeah, so Todd's Todd's fascinating, and one of the guys. I mean, he's you know, it's interesting. You guys are very, very, very obviously open-minded liberals. I think I grew up in the in the generation that created you guys. Right. Meaning like we were the we were the bad kids and then you guys turned the corner and were like, Hey, you don't have to be a hateful asshole. But like we didn't no one chose it. That's just how you were raised right. when I was a kid in the South. And uh and Todd's the reason I don't I don't say the F word anymore. 
Right. right. I've said it, but like, but I don't say right. it. I don't say it the way we did. Right. Because right. Todd, Todd's explanation of it was really insightful and heartfelt. Right. And I was like, wow. But uh, well, he seems really sincere with all things that he does. He, dude, the way he can yeah. go from being the goofiest person ever to all of a sudden, hey, let me fucking tell you. Right. It's insane. I, it's like seriously, somebody hit a button. I've never seen anything like that in my. I've heard it on his show, but physically seeing it <laughs> was like it was something else. That guy's He's, got a gear that he can just. I sent. I told him I was like, I, we were just we were doing a podcast, and I said, uh, the best, um, the best s'more I'd ever had was over at the W and I go let me tell you about this s'more and he just went that's what I'm fucking talking about and literally stormed out and he was like no one puts attention to detail in s'mores <laughs> and you're just like you're like holy shit yeah. but like it was the best s'more I've ever had so how did you guys so, so how did you guys get all hooked up what was the process well we were we were buddies and doing comedy and stuff together already all doing stand up out of Atlanta this. No, Chattanooga and Knox. We met. We started in Knoxville. He Drew moved Trey, to New yeah. York and lives in New York now. Yeah. But we all met like a while ago and would do shows in the South together and stuff like that. And Were been you doing, doing shows in Knoxville? Time. Well, I, now fucking you know they nowhere. closed that club. Side Splitters yeah, closed side down. Splitters, yeah. yeah, and but that was where I started. Was at Side Splitters. That looked like a good club. And then <laughs> I, <laughs> and no, it looked like a like I, I'm a big fan of the old school comedy clubs that are just boxes. Right, yeah. a little box. The room itself, That's yeah, how the was, comedy catch in Chattanooga was, and it, you know. But I would have to after they closed down, I would drive to Chattanooga, Atlanta, or Nashville, or wherever. So we got any stuff closer. Like, that. Well, they, like you know how to, out here, there's a club, 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 and New York yeah. club, club, club. But there, it's like we're an hour and a half apart. But those are the two <laughs> closest clubs. We're an hour and a half apart, you know. So, yeah. so we're either doing stand up over there, or stand up over here. That's yeah, but yeah, and so and so. Uh, you guys all started. Did you guys know each other from the scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how we met. Yeah. And we uh, we became you know pretty fast friends because we were all somewhat similar, at least, like as comedians. I mean, even in the South where we were at, most of the people we were doing comedy with were Southern, but they, were the, they weren't like, you couldn't tell. They didn't have any accents or anything like that. Like, they weren't like noticeably or explicitly Southern, and we all were, but also we were all not the stereotypical type of southern comedy you know you what guys I mean? weren't like uh yeah well i, I think southern comedy is interesting because there is like a a brand of like and i'll, I'll say his name but i, I don't mean it negatively right like reno collier yeah it's like a southern reno. comic yeah he's, yeah he's you know he talks about like you know he's but i don't i wouldn't say it's like but he's you can tell it's southern comedy but like even in atlanta the majority of it was like almost like hipstery. Yes, no right. one talked about being from exactly. the south. And that's right. what, yeah, that's mostly, what but we aren't. We weren't with that. But yeah. we also weren't with what you know, like the if you want to call it a genre, like the blue collar genre. If, yeah, you know, just to, for ease of using that term, we weren't that either. We and didn't. There's not. There's not a lot of that even in the scenes in the south. You don't run into that much, and we're all kind of that way. So we just became buddies because of that early on, and now. That's basically the tour we're on. That's kind of the whole premise of it. We didn't that. want to have to choose. Right. And I yeah. felt like a lot of people f- seem to think that you did. You either go the route of you're Southern and that's all you are. Or like, you know, you soften your accent a lot and you don't talk about your mamaw. And you instead talk about white privilege. And as we were like, why can't you do both? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, you brought up Reno. Reno uh, saved me from my first panic attack. <laughs> we, were, we were working together. I genuinely thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, like, yeah. hand to God, because it was the first one I thought I was having a heart attack, and I was with Reno, and he's like, you fucking dumbass. 
I was like, what? He goes, you've been partying all weekend. You go, yeah. he's like, here, take this, hands me a fucking Zanx wherever, drink this beer. <coughs> and like 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, you're right, I'm fine. Yeah. Like I was getting ready to call 911. amazing how the boat writes itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Reno. So the, thanks, Reno. Yeah, Reno's a great guy. Reno and I did a showcase for ICM together in probably 1999. And uh, there was a comic named Chicken. You ever heard of him? Yeah, Michael Roof. Yeah. Yeah. He was good friends with Reno. Yeah. And uh, I say good friends. I'm sure Reno No, they like, were. They, yeah. they did stuff together. Like, they had a team. Like, yeah. a little tandem thing. And then thing. Reno decided to move home. And I was like, oh, fuck. You have so much talent. You should stay here. But it's worked out fine for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so, so did you – so when did you guys start, like when, – when did you guys start moving towards the more political stuff? Well, so on stage for a while, I've talked about, like, more broadly political stuff but like for, I have a lot of material about like homophobia in the south for example but not like a specific you know like topical thing but just that or like racism still like broader shit and I've been mm-hmm. doing that for a long time but then I made those YouTube videos that went viral and sort of led to all this and they were like overtly political which I mean I did on purpose yeah but that was really the first time I had been like supremely political to the point where like now it'd be hard to argue that I'm not considered like a political comedian or whatever, I guess. But before like the videos and shit, I never really looked at myself that way, but because they blew up the way they did and led to all this other shit. I mean, like I said, it's hard to argue with now that like, I'm, did you guys, I'm in that did you genre. Guys, when you I guys, guess. uh, like in the South, like I, it's so weird because I feel like racism and, and homophobia is so bred into the South. It, it, it's the South is an interesting place. I grew up in Florida. I don't know if you can call that South. North, which, which part of Florida? Florida? Uh, Tampa. It's not really oh, the South. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. North Florida, like Pensacola. There's right. rednecks yeah. in Tampa. Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. There's rednecks in... For sure. No one calls anyone like Meemaw or Peepaw right. in Tampa. Although they do they do because the, their grandmother lives in like in like Jacksonville, but they don't... This, it's, this, I'd say Southern... Tampa's very much the North, in my opinion. But like... Yeah, Florida's weird that way. I mean, there was so much. It was almost like, like racism was instilled. Like they had black prom and white prom in some right. schools. And how did you guys get out? Like how get out from under that? Like that sounds crazy to say, but like so many people, and I'm sure your family members and friends growing up have to be like. I mean, if you look at my fucking Facebook, it is all racists. Right. I mean, that's technically, you know, if you did a profile of me for my Facebook, anyone I grew up with oh. is pro uh, Trump. I yeah. screenshot sit, shit all the time from my feed and send it to them, and like my my buddies are a special breed of that. Yeah, Corey's bullshit. is bad, worse than like I, I what I. I always chalk this up to the fact that unlike most very, very small southern towns, because I'm from a town with no traffic lights, no McDonald's, like it's fucking small. Yeah. But unlike most other really, really small southern towns, like we have a black community there. And so like it's, I don't know, I, I did, I, no bullshit, I did not experience all that growing up. Really? Like it, that, I never ran into the that kind of like just overt racism. A lot of it was because. You say that shit where I'm from, you get your fucking ass right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's not actually black from. kids around, and they don't fucking put up with right. that shit. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't really have that in my hometown. But I mean, and so I got a little bit older, and I would be very defensive about that to people about the South. But no, man, it ain't that bad. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. That's just a stereotype. But then I would meet people from other 
really small towns that don't have a black community, like, for example, where Corey's from, and I'd hear stories of, like, oh, a black kid moved there to play football and, like, fucking they were putting nooses in his locker. And, and I'm, an, I'm like my, my town's a Civil War town. And, and that, Where'd you grow up? Chickamauga, Georgia. The Battle of Chickamauga in the Civil Chicka- War. Every street Chicka- is named after a Confederate general. Yeah. So it's like, not only are they like that anyways, like, it's very celebrated. There's rebel flags on our, like, the street, it'll be named after, like, General Longstreet uh charged street or whatever the fuck and then yeah. it'll have a little there's like a rebel flag on this thing you know like really yeah, yeah see and all that is. right that was all kind of alien to me i had this sort of skewed perception of like the rural south because of where i'm from and then i heard from people later from other places and turns out yeah a lot of that's uh based in fact i guess now i still will say it's not as bad as people think it is especially in like cities and stuff because cities are cities you know i i, I always felt like it and t- i don't know if this is your experience but i always felt like racism was something that it was like it was real, but white people can always say it doesn't exist in the South because they would be like, "It don't exist for them." Yeah, and <laughs> like, and and, and, and all, right. the majority of the stuff they do is just is the stuff they don't really classify as racism, where they're like, "But that's well, everywhere." Yeah, yeah. Boston's not, the most segregated city I've it's ever not lived. Everywhere, it's like that's the odd thing. Like, it's not everywhere in the America. South, yeah, yeah. The South, well, racism is different around the country. How True. often? How much? How many cities are you guys sitting on this door? Was it sixty or something like that? Sixty. It's gonna be fucking insane. You're gonna see very different, um, like parts of the country where you'll go. Like I, the racism in New York blew me away totally. Like when I when I got there, right. it was so different than the South. It's different racism. It's yeah, different it's racism. there. Oh yeah. Oh, it's oh, what you're saying. It's not there. Oh no, it's there. Oh god, okay. it's everywhere. They've got to be racist to so many more different types of people. That's what yeah. I always attribute to. Like in New York, if you're a racist, you got to be racist to f- at least. On a day-to-day basis, 45 different nationalities. We just got Mexicans, black people, and white people, so we can just really centralize our racism. We're like I mean, ear, nose, and throat doctors Mexicans of racism. Mexicans are not everywhere these days. Like, right. you go places where Mexicans aren't, right. and, and they're like, I don't have any problem with Latinos. And you're like, what? You don't have any. Okay. <laughs> it's, we talk about that all the time. It's yeah. so uh, This blew me away. We've, are, we've been on the tour for a little bit, and we went to Colorado, and we were in okay. Winter Park, right? And yeah. I was talking to this drunk. Lady after a show, you know, because they're about and they want to talk. And she was, she had already mentioned how she grew up in a place in Colorado that she said was 99.9% white. She'd already mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And then later, she's talking about how she drove through, fucking just through the South once, and she just couldn't believe how profoundly racist it was. And I told her, and I was like, you know, actually, I have a problem with people who are from places that are all white, 99% white people, trying to talk about how racist the south is it's like what the fuck do you know about race you grew up with only white people yeah of course racism's not a, you only got one goddamn race tell her what, tell her you know i'm going to <laughs> yeah. i'm getting to that so i told her that and i was like see so yeah, how that kind of bothers me because i feel like those people don't know shit about racism because how could they yeah uh so they just shouldn't talk about it and then she's like well look, i know look i know about it though i know about it because my daughter is half black which that's like valid. That's a valid thing to say. But then she goes, I swear to God, she goes, my daughter is half black. So I do know about racism. But like she's she's like she acts white, though. She's very smart. She goes to school. Oh, my God. She speaks clearly. She doesn't act black at all. By the way, that's my favorite. Right racism that's, in the world. Lost the crowd. that's what like, if you could get me like if you could get like there's all the racism that you that you run into. Like when someone tells you a racist joke, that racism is my favorite when it comes on you and you're like. And you're like, oh, you don't I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know what I was like, that's literally the most racist thing I've heard in a long time. She's and smart. fucking it's from this person who's. Yeah, <laughs> she who's, shows up on time. <laughs> right, yeah. She's sitting there shitting on how racist the South is. Now she just couldn't believe it. 
And then she turns around and says that about her own daughter. That's right. the part that really and fucks with my head. That little girl grows up with that. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom is that way. <laughs> and she's and she's black. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's going right. to internalize that. And, be, and I, you know, at some point, I'm hope, may, I don't know her. I'm sure she'll get rid of it. But it, as a child, she's like, yeah, I'm the good kind of black. Right. It's, it's insane. Wow. Well, the, the thing I was trying to say, but, and I, got, I think I probably got, I misspoke. But, like, the, the racism in the South is not the kind of racism you see everywhere. Like, I feel like, in a weird way, it's, it's, it is very inclusive communities where everyone interacts. But then behind closed doors, people say shit. For sure. Like, I, I feel it's a very polite racism almost. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the well, South. We do everything yeah. polite. Yeah. Right, yeah. We try to be polite about everything, including our racism. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting to, to me because I think, you know, one of the other things people don't I forget about the South is everyone had to coexist. Yeah. And everyone, and the thing, I, my, my thing right now that I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a tangent about is, uh, the catcalling video. You know the catcalling video where the girl walked around New Which York City? Which one? Oh, yeah. The one with the camera on her butt? Uh, what, well, no, I think it was in front of her, but you just watched everyone catcall her. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, I remember that. And then, a bu- and then I think the, the popular phrase that everyone was saying was, well, yeah, that was black people and Dominicans. That's the way they behave. That's not the way they behave. That's, that's incorrect. And this comes from my dad. My dad is, is a really insightful kind of guy. No hate in his heart. Very logical. And he's like, no, that's the way poor people behave. Yes, like that right. is right. A poor. What America has a problem with poor people? Mm-hmm. Yes, America. And I gotta be honest with you, across the board, no one likes poor people. Poor people don't like themselves. Right. right. I've been poor, and I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You're ashamed of everything. Yep. You don't like, and it's, and that is where I think. And so I think what happens in the South is that poor black and white coexist together, and I don't think they see color, but they do use the terminology that are racist. They do try to one-up each other like I'm better than that person. Yeah, nobody wants to be well, on the bottom, and that explains right. a lot of the Trump phenomenon to me. I think Trump's fucking fascinating. I'm, I'm like, I, you know he's, you know he's going to win. You know he's going to uh, win. Now, here's why I don't think so. fucking definitely win. Here's why uh, I don't think so. I know so I many people not. who usually vote Republican who, yeah. who either just aren't going to vote or are going to vote against him that it makes me think, eh, no, he's not. <laughs> I mean, now, given in your, defen- in your defense, no one... We didn't think he'd be the, make it this he's far. You know what I mean? Fucking win! You look. I don't want him to win, but he's gonna Are fucking you win. Sure you don't want him to win, bro? I, you're, you're getting gleeful. I, am, I just feel like he's a twelve. I, you know I just feel like I he's a twelve a, seed I, that's I love, made it this I love, far. I love people that really give a fuck. That like. That like. Like. My, my Muslims. Wife, my wife really. My wife like <laughs> is very pro Hillary, and she was like, "This can't happen." To watch it happen to someone like that that goes, right. this is fucking outrage. And you're like, that's the way the country runs. I get that's that. That's the way it works. Totally. But do you, do you, for me, I'm like, okay, but there are other people who give a lot of fucks like, because yeah, of an personal investment. Yeah. Not because they're Hillary fans, but because they're brown. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, sincerely, everybody me. in this room, if Trump wins, will be okay. Like we will be, f- we will, we will be fine. So it really don't matter to us. But there's a lot Might of people. Might even get matter. better. Might even get better. <laughs> right, for, right, right. But there's a lot of people who, if he wins, it's not going to be good. Oh, it's going to be a shit show for a lot of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's so, like but not I, us. I, I think as I think as like as like a, I don't do much political stuff on stage, just because it's like it's really tough to do. I, I think, um, and and I think you, you, you what I don't I don't know how the process, but the videos that you put up are fucking phenomenal. So well, thank you, man. and I know you guys all work together, but they're fucking phenomenal, and they really are smart and insightful and not preachy. Although you could see, I could see someone saying someone who's very conservative saying they're preachy, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're they're written in a real fun manner. Um, 
with a lot of like a lot of like a lot of really great colors. Like I like the the palette with which they're painted. Um but like like to see like like America Ferrara get on stage and and start slamming Trump and realize like yeah that hey I mean this is like and this is just the way I look at the world. I go, "Hey, your celebrity isn't going to help." By the way, no one gives a fuck about you that is voting for Trump. You're not turning anybody. Right. Like, that's the crazy – and to go, yeah, so what? And like it's it's such a fucking insane – like a Lena Dunham to get up there and, and rant about Trump. Hey, you're not changing a thing. Anyone that listens to you yeah, is like people already, that like Lena Dunham. I always assume the goal was to get people to vote who might not. To like be like, hey, this is scary. I'm not – I still don't yeah. – I'm not sure that's going to work. It's not going to work. I've never heard those people talk and thought, you really think you're changing a Trump voter's mind. I always assume like Lena Dunham's thought process was maybe some people who weren't going to vote will if they listen to me. But that's anyone, probably yeah, stupid Anyone too. who knows Lena Dunham's name, anyone who recognizes her on TV right. is a registered Democratic uh, voter. Like that is yeah, – But probably. do they vote? Oh, but, yeah, 100%. Anyone who knows Lena Dunham, like, it, like, if is Lena, a fan of her. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know who doesn't know her? Uh, Omar. O, 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 Odell, Be- Odell, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I almost guarantee you Odell Beckham isn't voting. Right. <laughs> I almost <laughs> promise you. Why do you say like, that? I got practice, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that. true. that's true. So, I mean, like, he's like me. I, you know, like, there's a type of guy that just doesn't vote. That you're like, eh, yeah, oh, fuck, they'll figure it out. My vote doesn't count. I was right. on a TV show. During the election of 2001, 2002, maybe? 2000, it would have been a midterm. 2000, 2002. A presidential election? Presidential election of 2000. The one that was, was all Bush, contested and Bush crazy and where it went Gore, on forever. That was, that was 2000. I was Your home on, state. Yeah, I was that was 2000. TV. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. I was you. on TV and I said, I'm not voting. My vote doesn't count. Watch. Watch. It's a, it's a fucking... It's a... It's and a right in, in vote. Florida. I yeah. was I was in LA where, and I was where doing your a vote literally mattered. <laughs> where my vote literally fucked. Yeah, literally fucked. It was literally don't yeah. count. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I was like, and I, it was I could not get away from that. Like I was like, <laughs> that's so fucking hilarious. I know, and I, but I was like, my vote doesn't count. But yeah, there's a lot of people that just go, ah, oh, whatever. Oh you wait, know? was it so close that year in Florida that they did have yeah, to count it, them? It took, oh, yeah, that was well, the, I remember the chat like thing, but I didn't know that the write-in thing. They run in and counted the write-in votes. That, I was, was like, a, I, I want to say it was like fucking eight hundred. I like, was a sophomore political science major, and I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. A, I just watched a bunch of TV. Yeah, I'm not a super drinking. political yeah. guy. But yeah, like, like, you know, the the stuff that with Hillary's going on with her health just doesn't help. No, it, it doesn't. Really doesn't help. No. And and you know, Trump's gotten this thing, and it's and it's. I don't know if you guys see it the way I do. He he's Teflon. He, Yo, can say whatever, yeah. he can say whatever the fuck he wants. It's unreal. Because yes. I'll flip through it, it right now. Mind. I'll flip through it right now, and I'll just go. Trump says this about black, black whatever. It, I, you know, it's not. You know, it's not what they're trying to make it to be, or what. He'll just avoid it. You flip through it. Hillary says basket of implorables, and you're like, oh yep. fuck, she got caught. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes. he's he's changed it so that so that he can't be touched. But if you say something crazy, yeah, right. I, uh, one of the I did a, one of the videos I did recently was about that exact thing, and the craziest part about that to me was that like his people, like his whole all of the defining moments of his campaign, literally all of like the biggest ones have involved sweeping generalizations about yeah. either Muslims or immigrants or women or whatever, and those people 
didn't like being painted with so broad a brush by Hillary. You know what I mean? They're yeah. talking, oh, Muslims are violent and immigrants are rapists and all this stuff. And then Hillary called them deplorable. And they were like, An how dare you yeah. Yeah. call me that? And it's just yeah, and like the, 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 the anti-PC crowd. Had. Got super offended. Yeah, got really well, got offended. offended. Super it's, butt hurt, as they say. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing as like when like uh, it's like like when Lena Dunham did it. Lena Dunham just did it to o- Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Is she Amy Schumer? They they blame Amy Schumer for doing it for catcalling uh, Bradley Cooper. Right, and they're like, hey, you can't do that. If you don't want us to do that, you can't do that. And then you see these. The people who yeah, those are three the women. anti PC people, the anti PC people, then Getting get offended. their shit there and they're like, "This, that, that's what you do." That's right. what, and you're like, "Hey, right. calm the fuck down." Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm a fan of political correctness. Oddly enough, I'm. I'm a fan of political correctness. But I grew up in a very different, different generation than you guys did. So, like, I can understand. You needed it, right? Like y'all's generation needed it because it was, it was actually necessary then. Because before that, oh, yeah, the shit people would say was just fucking. I mean, crazy, terrible. What I hate about political correctness, and I'm a fan too, I think that people need to realize if you say that, at least think about it. If you say that word, it hurts people or whatever. Just think about it. But what I hate is there's a generation that that seems to me, like doing comedy in New York, that seems to think that the way to be a good person is to follow this three-step guide. That this is what being a good person is. Never, you, If you say that word, you're a bad person. And if you don't say that word, you're a good person. And, and a lot of these people that I'm talking about, it's like, you've done no work. You've not empathized with anyone. You just follow these rules. You you're just, just never being say safe. this. You're just and, being safe. And like that's not being – and that's what frustrates me. Mention at a like, brunch that you're a vegan. Right. I'm better than you because I'm PC. That drives me crazy. Right. That makes me crazy. I, I, I don't like – I'm a good person. I don't have hate in my heart for anybody. But I'm a fuck up. Like, yeah. like I, I've said this before. I'll, I'll say it again. You know, George Zimmerman, everyone vilifies this guy. Mm-hmm. We had a few break-ins in our neighborhood, and I caught someone breaking into our house, breaking into our yard, trying to get into our backyard. I caught them and called the cops. But, man, when trust me when I say when the streets hit your front door, your politics go out the fucking door. Yeah. You, you start profiling everybody. You, you're just talking about safety. You go, you go. Yeah, I'm going to whittle it down to the lowest common denominator to make sure I'm safe. And then one night I go on a walk, and I, by the way, I fucking found what and what George Zimmerman did deplorable and horrendous. However, one night I go on a walk with my 130 pound bull mastiff and a and a taser and a baton because shit's going down and they're breaking into cars and they're robbing people, and I find myself profiling motherfuckers just like he did, like just and we are all capable. Of being George Zimmerman, and the, he, and and if you and if you can't see that, then you're actually one of those people that goes, "Oh, I just I say the things, but I don't really know what they mean." Well, maybe one time, but George Zimmerman kind of has a history of this shit. Well, one time we are all trust me when I say this. Trust me when I say this. We are all capable of being bad people. Oh, I don't no, doubt no, that. Like, I don't doubt that at all. I'm he no, just kept no, being no, a bad no, person. One person can sit and and throw a rock and go. I would never have done that. I don't know. For you sure. don't know. You don't know. When you talk about your yeah. family's safety. But it, you didn't it, kill anyone, bro. I didn't kill anyone. You didn't no, kill I know. a 17-year-old. But change it around. I'm in Florida, and I got a license to carry, and that is the, the way it is down there. We all grew up around guns. Mm-hmm. Guns are different to us than they are to people in New York. Yeah. People in New York have never seen guns. Like, we grew up with guns in cars. Yeah. Like, gar- 
Guns oh, yeah. and Axe. Well, yeah. That was the I accidentally multiple. drove somewhere and Dad had left a shotgun in my car. He's yeah. like, "Hey, is my gun?" I was like, "What? Oh shit!" Yeah. Do you remember what was the rule when I was a kid? The rule was you just had to have two steps to get your gun. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't be able you to have pull it in it. the car, but it couldn't be loaded. Yeah, and and, and or or it could be loaded, but it had to be in the glove compartment. Yeah. Locked. Right. Like, that that yeah. was the way we grew yeah. up. Yeah. I remember in New York. Uh, being at a party and someone put a gun on the table and everyone was like, oh my God, there's a fucking handgun here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that, that, I've been, I've seen that many a time. Yeah, but, yeah, it definitely shouldn't just be on the table during a party, but I well, mean, yeah. There's cocaine on the table too, so that right. happens. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, and so I don't know. I always just, I always just say like, like I was talking to Bill Burr yesterday and he said something about, we were talking about Mel Gibson and he goes, you know what? Don't fucking, don't be the one to throw the first rock. What kind of messages have you left to your girlfriends yeah. when they dumped you? Were they oh, good? God. Were they ones that you'd want oh, people man. to hear? He's like, you may not have said those words, but trust me, you wouldn't want. And that's the truth. Is there, yes. There's so many people these days that stand on a platform and go, uh, I'm ready to fucking cast them out. This, How dare this person? And I, I just go, yeah, I was a pretty shitty person growing up. This uh, this girl faked being pregnant to try to get me to not break up with her. Then I found out about it, and I took a shit in a cup and threw it on her windshield of her car. So like, by the way, uh, definitely shit on a girl's car before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but just to review, you guys shit on cars. You still haven't killed a seven-year-old black child. For sure, no, for sure, yeah, no. But you know, I mean, we were talking about a separate thing. It was a separate thing. Seventeen, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Seventeen, yeah. No, I haven't killed a seventeen-year-old black (laughs) kid. No, that's the thing. You started out. You're talking about. I mean, yeah, because like you have, you got kids, right? No, two kids. That's right. That's totally. Somebody fucking comes in your house. I mean, yeah. Right, politics do go out the door. You know, we shoot do, the fuck out of them. I don't, I don't give a shit. Politics. Hold but, on, I don't think that's politics. Well, I'm Look, saying I hear what he's saying, but and then I could see if you have an if you have an incident like that, you're going to be a little fucking you know, gun shy or trigger happy or whatever <laughs> afterwards. But I do still think, like Drew's saying, there's a big difference between being on edge about that kind of shit and just and doing what right. he did, well, which he seemed to be out. like he did and seek it's happened it out. Again. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, he's 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 had had a he tried to sell the gun on eBay. Well, everything. Look, everything after that moment. There's no. You can't, you can't put a scale on that because everything after that moment, America. I, you can't imagine what it's like to have America hate you for an accident. And I think that was an accident. I think shooting that kid, I think he was scared, and he was getting his ass kicked, and he fucking thought, and, and it, he killed a guy. And, I, and I, I guarantee you, and I'm sure that everyone could argue, I guarantee you, if he could take that moment back, he would. I think that's an accident the way drunk driving and killing someone's an accident. I was going to say, yeah, like, like, you to me, never meant to do it, fault. but it's still yeah, your fault. That's the way I look at it, too. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. I'm sure I've gotten my ass kicked a lot, and I never thought about though. shooting the person. Yeah. Then that's the same thing. No, it's not. It's entire. Hold on one second. If you say it's it's an accident, the same way drinking and driving and killing person is mm-hmm. an accident, but you're guilty of drinking and driving, right. you well, could have killed somebody, and you would have and you would have been like, right? You would have been like, "Fuck, man, I didn't mean that to go that of way." Of course, I think it's the same yeah. in that way. The way I think that it's different is that the choice to drink and drive is arrogant. Yes, his choices were based on things, in my opinion, that weren't just arrogance. I think his choices. I'll tell you what, though, and, I'm, and uh, by the way, and I, I don't have a dog in this fight because I've never killed a black kid, and I, and, I, and I don't own a gun. Yeah, and, and what I do have is tasers and fucking batons and a dog. But uh, fuck, I lost my point. What I was going to say, but I think so. So this break-in happens. These break-ins start happening all over. It's a new drug dealer. That's the word on the street. And so I start talking to very liberal people, like a guitar player for a f- popular band, very liberal dude. And he, they, everyone just starts. You see them like, 
You see them just do the racist math. Mm-hmm. Fucking liberals. Like a liberal. Of course. Like, trust me when I say. Vegan liberal. His wife has an organic garden in their front yard. She teaches children like for free. They bring in kids and teach inner And he just does the Ugh. math and whittles it down. That's who it's going to be. How is that analogous to the Zimmerman situation? That's where I'm losing what your point is. I'm sorry. The, the, is, that's what happened with George Zimmerman is there were break-ins in their neighborhood. And so they had a, they had a, they had a, a watch. He was on the watch. And we now have a watch. Because of this, we now have a neighborhood watch. Same scenario. And, and you have a few break-ins where the people happen to be of color. And, in, and that's exactly what happened down the street. And all of a sudden, that becomes, it's these people breaking into our houses. Right. We're all white. There's no, there's no diversity in this fucking neighborhood at all. Well, it's That's been the way while, L.A. works. And I'm a little hazy, and I may be wrong, but if yeah. I'm not mistaken, he had been the head of his neighborhood's watch for three years. Yeah. He had been I, don't the know organizer. I don't know everything. I'm sure you're right, right about whatever like it he'd is. He'd been the organizer of it. He had, you know, he's a gun range guy, and I feel like there are people who, who want, who are desperate, desperate to be the hero. Mm-hmm. They're walking around. They want those situations. Yeah. They're glad someone broke in. They would admit this, even to themselves, but they're glad someone broke in, so now they can go be like, I told you so, and we got to get vigilant. And I think he's one of those people. And the reason is, is because he was the head of the neighborhood watch for three years. Yeah. Because he had guns on his person all the time. They found so many in his house. I feel like you are right that no one knows how they'll become when they feel fear. But I don't think that accurately describes the George Zimmerman situation. In it, you opinion. might be right about that. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that all I know is I didn't like who I was. That's all I'm saying. For sure. Like, right. I, like walking up and down my street. Well, we all hate ourselves. It, and this, <laughs> this, this kid just skateboarding down and just giving him the eye. Yeah. And, and, and all of a sudden he just skates He's like, how you doing? And you're like, holy shit. Like there's certain things that – well, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask – that's actually the, the the interesting point to me. I could be wrong. I don't think George Zimmerman hated that about himself. You might be right. I don't know George Zimmerman. Of course. It's hard for me to, to say one. Of, my only point is I always say don't, don't exclude yourself. Try to right. see everything from the other side and go, hey, listen, man, we're all capable of right. really fucking bad shit. Right. We're all, I've never – I've drank and drive when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I haven't drank an al- alcoholic beverage and driven a car in probably 20 years. Probably 20 years I have not had an ounce of alcohol on my breath and gotten behind the not wheel. Not even one beer? Not. Wow. I refuse to drink anything. First of all, That's I'm very cool lucky because I have money. So right. if I choose to drink, I just get an Uber. Right. You know, like I'm very lucky in right. that sense. That's right. still a cool rule. It's, um, but if I have nothing on my... I, yeah, there's plenty of rich people that do not follow that rule. A dude, yeah. you so don't money have to don't tell have, me. Right, money don't have shit to do like with it. Jim Ursay, yeah. the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. Right. Fucking just get smashed on pills and liquor and drive around. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was Billy Dole's blows, second blows favorite thing mind. back like, in the 80s. I think so many people smoke weed and drive. I'm like, how the fuck can you do that? I cannot focus. I think what you're talking about do is one of the hardest things to do uh or maybe only if you have a big ego i don't know but like you're saying that admitting empathizing with people who do horrible things oh uh, oh yeah okay okay let's do this then brock turner Okay. I got nothing okay. for no that. No thanks. I'm just saying, I got, I have no fucking. Based off everything I heard about that, that shit was pretty fucked up. Like, like it was definitely dumpsters, fucked up. You know, like that was. If, if you, if you, man, I, there's a lot of times with you know, I do think there can be like gray areas with that type of shit. Like I read, it, I don't know if this is true, but I remember seeing an article that said in California now, like any. Any sex without consent is rape, and in California, legally, an intoxicated person cannot give consent yes. or whatever. 
that shit to me is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't care. Because I went to college, you know, and like by that definition. You know, guilty of a lot of fucking things. Yeah, there's but, a, but that people yeah. and my girlfriend get, raped the shit out of each out, other the other people night. People go out and get drunk and have <laughs> sex. My wife hasn't done anything but rape me. Right. That's what, yeah, I've been right. sober right. for sex. Exactly. Yeah. So, never like, been so, so like, no. that kind of. I'm not one of these people. that's just like, oh no, it's not, like there's some there's some fucking gray areas there for with all sure. that kind of shit. But based off everything I heard about Brock Turner. I didn't see many. He dragged her away from a party and waited till she passed out and wiped her behind a dumpster. Fucking. What he did is deplorable. Right. Deplorable. Is it bad if I go pee? No, go pee. Go pee in the backyard. I look at that scenario and I think to myself, how many people do you think aren't saying a word because they did the same shit? How many many people do you think are just going... Yep. But like he brought that shit on himself. Yeah, I don't really. He have brought that like shit on I himself. Think. He brought that, that shit makes on it himself. Different. He. That's what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a perfect segue out of this. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bert, you can't. Come on now. You you brought us into it's this world. My initials on or my, you said my nickname these on it. Look at that, Kofo. Where did you get that? Uh, she made it. Are you and we serious? actually got you a little present here, buddy. What the fuck? That's first yeah. off on top. That's moon pies. That's uh, from Chattanooga. You don't have to tell me about moon pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, from shit. My, that's from We should I start doing... fucking drinking. What are we doing sober? <laughs> right? Holy crap. Oh, well, that, oh, that too. Well, we have a gift for you in that. that. Yeah, yeah. This is some authentic moonshine, that's baby. Real Tennessee are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the real And then uh, keep going. What, what is it? Kratom? Kratom? <laughs> Kratom? Nah, nah. Dude, that'd be that would have been a major failure to bring it to you. I could have. Oh, shut the fuck up! Yeah, buddy. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, but how did you get these? Natalie, back here. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn, I'm going on a cruise this week. These are perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I need my cruise tomorrow. (laughs) That's. I would put my speedo one on a heartbeat. If I'm fucking shower, my balls smell. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's 38. That's, that'll, that'll be a little snug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally at 36, and these are very snug, so yeah. The, yeah. Uh, fuck, yeah. Or no, you guys Speedo guys? No. I have, I, I have been in the past. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, they feel better. You're like a Why goddamn you dolphin or, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. This swim, isn't bad right swim here. Swim in a Speedo, <laughs> and you will glide through the fucking water. It is, they are fucking amazing. Like, I'm doing a deal with another company, I think, that's not Speedo. I might have to throw on my fucking Speedo. Hey, Bert. Yeah, I'm putting on my Speedo, and then we're going to crack open the moonshine. Here, I'm going to put my dick your way. Yeah, buddy. I feel like I deserve it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I look at... uh, I'm, I'm a hardcore speedo advocate. Like, I, it's interesting. Advocate. Well, it's this whole <laughs> for fat the shaming for speedo calls. Like, you hear stuff about fat shaming, and you and like, I think you know, you guys are probably all like very sensitive towards it. I was not growing up. Like, you I was remember like, we're comedians, right? Bert? I know, they but, fat I know, but you guys are all, every you guys, are, you guys have like a different view on the world. I think sometimes I think you guys yeah, look at things fair. a lot more. A lot more forgiving than I think when I got into comedy. I don't know. You were the one looking at the Brock Turner case a little more for you. As far as fat shaming, I I was a fat kid growing up. I've been up and down weight-wise my whole life, and I don't give a fuck about fat. I never have. It always always kind of bothered me, actually. Like, I... the people getting super offended about fat shaming has always kind of bothered me, and I feel like I could say that as a fucking you know fat kid. It's like yeah. Shut I'm the chubby fuck up. now, and I'm the right. one that gets the brunt of it from these right. assholes. Just, it's not <laughs> yeah, that. But, but it's so interesting. Once it happens to you, you almost start like going, like you're like, well, shit, I didn't like all these things that you hear like fat activists say. You're like, 
Yeah, it's, you don't have any right to tell me no, about no, my no. body. No, no, no. See, I don't because I'm chubby and they make fun of me for being fat and having two necks or whatever. But still, if you're 500 pounds, get your fucking shit together. That's a huge <laughs> difference in being chubby and being literally you're you're have a it's a health risk and no, you're. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. probably gonna get make some people mad, but like. Dude, if you're having to saw yourself out of bed, get the fuck, get your shit well, together. Dude, even like I don't know, at a, even in a lower level than that, when people act like, oh, just because it's not the way you define beauty, and it's like, look, yes, everybody has inner beauty and all that shit, and I'm, there's nothing wrong with it if you're comfortable. But don't try to make it into something it's not. You know right. what I mean? Like, like you try to read it. Like, you have no, liver you, damage. You know you want to fucking you want to you know do better in that way. You know, yeah, like, like you're I know not supposed I do. to. It's like, just fucking don't act like everybody else needs to act like. That this shit is perfect, you know you don't feel that way about it, and you would be in better shape. You know, you want most fat people, I think, want to be in better shape. I'd love to be in better shape. I would love to be in better shape. To say that kind of shit is like denying that to me. That's like them acting like, no, I don't need that. I'm fucking fine. It's like, do you really, you really feel that way? Well, no, also, you, yeah. like, you want to do better. Like if he's like, well, you know, just because the majority of people define beauty as this, most, not all the time, but a lot of time, if the majority, it's like, well, then that's what it is, kind of. And to BBW porn, big beautiful women is one. I'm saying they act like nobody gives a fuck, but I'm saying they act like nobody gives a fuck. That's literally top two, one of the most popular. Things in porn. The acronym, you're like BBW porn, and like like we were all gonna like. I was like BBW, and I'm I'm going like black. B B big black, big 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 beautiful women. I always thought it was big bone, but I'm not. Big I'm not that's just a lie. Yeah. Like you. It's big, beautiful right. women. It's like well, literally a lie. So what the fuck? Right, but it's literally one of the most popular genres. So it's like yeah, ladies, men, fat shame. There are a lot of people that like big women. Okay, yeah. but dude, if you just like uh, you know classically beautiful sluts, uh, <laughs> they, fall, they fall into all the they other fall into all the other categories. Sure, no doubt. If you want, no doubt. If you want the biggins, there's just the one, the one category. category. Well, so no, there's you, SSBBW too, which is supersized beautiful. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, that's a big thing. Which that sounds like a fucking car, but SSBBW. Yeah, it's like the new Volkswagen van. Yeah, exactly. I got turned on to some porn by this dominatrix that I never thought existed. Like just the craziest shit of like women in stockings. And they were just spraying them with a hose. But I'm weird for knowing what BBW oh, stands hose? for. You're right. Yeah, You're just, right, yeah, just like spraying them <laughs> like with a water Bull hose. Like Bull Connor fucking spraying them with no, a hose? No, no, like, no. <laughs> there's a there's Bull the Connor. Birmingham sheriff no. with the fucking the, the no. civil rights. Yeah, 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 like, yeah that's it. <laughs> and they have Dobermans going after yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. No, because no, that's it's, pretty, it's, that's pretty it's, intense it's, porn right it's there. I know some people who'd be into that. That's that Bill Barbeck. I mean, that adds that element like of, maybe, like, pain and shit that some people are into in porn, but... No, that's just not it. just, like, a light sprinkling It was water. a light sprinkling of just, like... And then the girl in stockings and just going, like, up. Oh, but, like, they were getting wet. She was trying to, like, kind of get them off her. And you, it was... There was nothing... There, like, have you ever seen quicksand porn? There's a quicksand porn? Yeah. What? You've never How seen... am I the weird one? Just, like, a naked chick trying to climb out of a fucking uh, pit no. of Wait, quicksand. Wait, quicksand's not real, though, right? The quicksand is real. You can die like in a pit of sand. <laughs> yeah, they have quicksand. There's definitely quicksand. It ain't like what the cartoons. Yeah, you can get sure. out of it, right? No, 
Oh, so fuck there's, you. No, there's quicksand. Next there's, thing you're going to tell me, dick cancer's real. I think it, it is. is. I, think yeah, it I know, is. I know when I found that out, I was more disturbed than I am now, and it's the only time in my life no, I've I mean, been more disturbed than real, this. but it's like quicksand's that Melanie bit where he's like, it's on. not as big of a problem as I thought it would be when I was a kid. I, yeah. yeah, right. Meaning it's not as dangerous or it's just not about. It's not okay. as prevalent. Okay, it's a real dude, thing. It is dangerous? It's, he's about to introduce me to a very new type of problem. Are you not interested in this quicksand porn? First time I need to know if quicksand was real. You know about I only like reality porn, quicksand, right? Yeah. You can. Yeah, right. It's there's real. A, there's it's a, there's not... a video that'll make you that'll make your skin crawl of a journalist, a British journalist out um, on the beaches in Scotland, and he's showing them how the quicksand works. And he goes in and he starts sinking, and they're like, "Wow, this is great." We sh-. and then he's like, "You know, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get lose the feeling in my legs. We should get me out." And they're like, "Yeah, let's get him out." They and they can't. can't get him out. And he starts really fucking panicking. He die? And no, no, he doesn't die. But when he gets out. You you like see I, a different side of that journalist. You're I like, say, I kind of like a pretentious British journalist. I'd like to watch yeah. them in quick. Like I don't, nice. but that's the I thing with me is like, like to watch him die. Going, <laughs> into, going into like I don't know if you do that. Like you go like let me show you. Let me show you how this quicksand works. Yeah. <laughs> and you go fucking get in, and then you almost get killed by the quicksand. Like. Yeah. I would not have felt that sorry for that. Well, it's dude. like everybody's bit when you... the crocodile hunter dies. Oh, is it? Right. Is a crocodile? Let's yeah. go fuck with it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what'd you fucking expect? Yeah, exactly. The, don't, yeah, but he don't did, get, he did die from the weirdest fucking thing. Stingray, yeah, yeah. stingray to the heart. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forgive stingrays for that. Which is like infinitely like unlikely, you know, as far as it happened to this... another lady like two weeks later. Yeah, like it's no, fucking and then, weird. And the thing you learn is if you ever get stuck in the heart with anything, don't pull it out. Yeah, that was what okay. he just went. He went. I'll take it out. Yeah. Okay. Good. Goodbye. Well, I want to turn this into a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm dead. So no quicksand porn. Quicksand porn. Oh, yeah, God, I gotta hear. Very, this. very. Uh, you're walking. You see a woman walking through the woods. And she's like, <laughs> just walking through the woods, and then all of a sudden, she just gets stopped. She's like, uh oh, uh oh, oh no, and starts sinking. And then, in order to get herself out easier, she starts taking her clothes off, and. There is a moment in quicksand porn that is so fucking sexy. Look, 99% of it, 99% of it, is, <laughs> 99% of it is just like, huh? Like, what the fuck am I watching? But there's a moment where her tits are about to sink, where the quicksand kind of lifts them up, them up. And you're like, huh? <laughs> there's wolves in the jungle. Like, it's fucking... Insane quicksand porn, and then what was the other one? Oh, oh but uh, then what happened? I've seen a woman fucking tree. I thought that was going to be a lot. Uh, you know what? To be dead honest with you, I can't you watch. You finished that, that part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it for you. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm it's, not, it's already over. It's already over. Yeah, I've never sure, made it to the end. I'm sure for some people, they're like, oh, good. finally she stopped talking. But uh, does the um, quicksand call her afterwards? Like, what's the fucking deal? Wait, what was the what was the one? Um, hold on. Oh, uh, down blousing. That's you know, in the, like the, like an upskirt, but a, like a candid cleavage no, camera no, no. shot. This is or down something? blousing porn is, and I, this may not be you guys. I don't think you guys will like it because you're not old enough. But like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's the it's it's a connection to what's real. So like, basically, all it is is videos of girls cleaning or doing dishes like without a bra on. Yeah. And, and that's, it's just a video of her talking to someone and you can see tit. I don't think that's an age thing, buddy. That sounds awesome to me. No, but what, the reason it connects with me is because that's the real part of life is walking in uh-huh. and your wife's wearing, not wearing a bra oh, and she's yeah. cleaning something and you're like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, how you doing? And you get a hug and you're like, and you just see it something in the corner and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like that's for me. Like 
and those are the two weirdest ones I've 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 been in or been been in. I've watched. Been in. It's so yeah. funny to hear you talk about. It. I really connect emotionally with this yeah. type of pornography. Well, <laughs> well fuck I, you, Corey. Corey no, told I, me it's recently, just funny to hear it. Corey I know told I me recently it. he was at a point where like he needed the porn to like what'd you say like have a story or like mean something. You needed to get to like you I felt like you knew. He's like yeah. he's like I can't just skip to the middle now. It's like I got to see her to talk to a black guy on a motorcycle. For yeah, I used to think that was stupid. I was like, yeah, I'll just get to there. This porn don't need a story. And then now I'm just like. Well, let's see what she's doing. You know, like, I want to know the really? arc. I, I want to know the yeah. arc of I this. I do reality yeah. porn, and I, th- I think I assume it's for the same reason. Yeah. I hate porn stars. I want like I want to at least believe it's real people, and I don't know why. And yeah, I, I like assume a lot it's of the same thing. I like a lot of amateur, amateur shit porn. Too. Yeah. yeah. What about what about backroom casting couch? No, I hate that shit because it's like it's the fake of what I'm into. It's like yeah, I'm no, a hipster I, for no, porn or something. See, I dig that because again, I know a movie's fake, but I just buy into it. Like I know Clooney's not a goddamn pilot. You know what I mean? But I I need to hold out the possibility that this isn't a porn star. I like watching the reality. Action in the girl's faces when he's like, and now I'm going to need you to get naked, and they like, what? and then I go, is, I go, I try to find out if it's real or fake based on that, like the like, huh? Because there's no okay, way. Okay, so with that, if it's fake, I'm not turned on. But then if it's real, it's I'm probably creepiest. aboard if I'm turned on. It's uh, like, yeah, it's I, rapey. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy. Like, I'm like, I can't imagine. I, there are people that would go. I'm going in for an audition, and I ended up right. fucking the guy and letting him come inside me while he right. taped it. I, I yeah, right. taped, and then I signed something saying he could it, put yeah, it on the yeah, internet. Doing it is like I had an anal for the first time yeah, in, like, a, in sucking a casting a, room. Sucking a dick to get a part is not like a lost on me, but like yeah, I actually think it. Well, it, and, and also yeah, film it and put it on the internet. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's why I just automatically assume every it's single fake, thing yeah. like that is fake. Yeah, I assume you know, because because for that exact same reason, I mean, never underestimate the fucking. Depravity, stupidity, or you know, number of any type of person, and the you know power I mean? of money. But still, I just have to. I just can't believe, like you said, that that shit's actually <laughs> like right. it's got, yeah. it has to be fake. I wish there was. A, I wish most there was, of them you know are, but like I think. a Snopes for that. Like well, you, could, you, yeah, you could, you yeah. could put yeah. that URL and go. Well, was this Jenna Jameson's Snopes, original Snopes, stuff yeah. was fucking amazing. Yeah, like when you fir- do you remember Janice Jameson when she yeah. first hit the scene? Oh, well, no. I was too young. She first hit the scene, but I remember because I was six. How old y'all? Yeah, thirty. Thirty. I'm 28. Yeah, fuck. I'm 43. I'm 13 years older than you guys. I'm 32. But I mean, all I ever heard about when I was a kid was like, you know, like these, but it was VHS tapes being passed around and shit like that. It was very wild. It was VHS tapes. You don't understand how hard porn was was, to get back then. You had to go into a store. Yeah. My family owned a video store and we had the porn in the back. So I know all about that background. Are you serious? Yeah. And in real small southern town, too. So like the people that would, uh, you know, come in there, which was everybody (laughs) pretty much. But it is pretty wild to think about now. we had the we small had town recycling center where everybody threw their magazines away, and we used to just go dumpster diving. Like it was in this big bin, and so yeah. after, and it was right by the baseball field. So after baseball practice, all the kids would we'd go play. Well, mom and dad were playing wall ball, and we'd go back there and just root for Playboys. I that was had, like, we do. We that are, was our internet. Are, was that goddamn dumpster? We are old enough to remember like when porn was not at your fucking fingertips. Yeah, whenever for sure. you wanted. Do you it. remember that? Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, I didn't. I didn't get like, the I just internet. Looking brother, for though. old porno mags. Looking for like staying up late to watch Cinemax and fucking yeah. that kind of shit. Like secretly, all that sort of thing. The internet. And especially internet porn became a, a big thing when lifetime, we were probably yeah. like what high school age. Yeah. I'd like say that. 1997 is when I first is when I first used the internet for porn. And but I was it like, was like pictures yeah, and shit like, early on. Yeah, yeah, pictures to like, yeah, and then loaded like it one yeah. frame. And, and our yeah, one computer that, yeah. was in the family yeah, room. Yeah, so magazines I and VHSs were it. actually better then. Like, you know what I mean? There yeah, was five years that the internet room. porn existed, but it was still easier and better to do magazines and VHSs. Yeah. So and like, I had a big brother, so I didn't have to do all the in four years. Okay, that yeah. And I stole some of those 
tapes that we had in the back room of the video store and like that. So I, again, I had, I had kind of a hookup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. God damn it! But uh, yeah, I, I would steal those and hide them in my room. Trade them for Twinkies at school, you <laughs> fat fucking kid. <laughs> Can I tell you what's so, what, what makes me feel so no, good? I kept them for myself. <laughs> it's so nice to know that you guys aren't putting on your accents. Right like now, <laughs> yeah, no. but that's a, yeah. such a thing. Like I don't, I don't the I, maddest I don't. I've ever been is being accused of that mm-hmm. by somebody I knew. Really? Uh, we did a we did a show a pop up show in Knoxville to launch the tour, and I used to work at the bar that we did it in. And one of the yeah. owners was like, "So you turn your accent up when you're up there?" And I was like, "What?" She said, "Well, you worked here a couple years ago." And I, in my head, I was like trying to give her the benefit of that. I was like, "Well, I was like 22. Maybe like I changed it then, like you know." And then I was like, well, "No, I'm drunk and I'm screaming into a microphone. Twice That's different. why it sounded yeah. better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it I pissed, sound, yeah, pissed like me off. I sound more redneck on stage, but yeah, it's literally because I'm yelling. Exactly. I'm, yeah. You're high. You know, you're on yeah. stage. You fucking you turn it up. Yeah. And when I turn it up, part of me getting turned up is the accent gets a lot of Brooklyn up too, dudes sound you know? more Brooklyn on stage because oh. they're oh yeah you know that's, so, yeah, that's very natural. natural that's not thing. just us. Yeah, buddy, that's Bobby everybody. Kelly. Bobby Kelly sounds right. like whatever the fuck he is. You're right. And more of more, it for sure. Yeah. Our for buddy sure. Matt Lejeski is a Jersey comic. God, he sounds so Jersey when he gets on yeah, stage. Yeah, he does. Oh. There's a comic. Matt's fairly Jersey Austin. He is, but he is way fair. more. But he's, but he's turned way up. more on. Yeah. He's yeah. Dice Clay when he's like there's that accent. A, a uh, uh, Canadian comic who goes on stage and talks with a French accent, but does not, not have French. it. And he's like, "Whoa, hello, Gizzo. the whole time." Yeah, like, no, I should say the whole time the whole or time. his whole fucking time. That's and you just, I huh. find that so disingenuous. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, sure. it bums yes. me out where I'm like, wait, you don't sound like that at all? Oh, man. Like, people, my wife, like, even at all. It's in no yeah. way part of it. Like, it's in no way part, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, give this person the benefit of the doubt somehow, but no. that just sounds no, shitty. No, dude, I, I, I get, like Drew said, man, the biggest things that have offended or bothered me the most uh, from all, like, the viral videos and shit, it's the internet. So I get all the typical, like, oh, hate. I get called You're a fag and gay and stuff trolls. like that. Like, the yeah. negativity you must get is <laughs> yeah, fucking but, astounding. But most of them, I just, I know how the internet is, so fuck it, whatever. But, like, the only ones that, like, have really made me mad are the people that accuse me of, like, faking the whole thing. Of, oh, it's a fake act. It's clearly a fake accent. This is bullshit. It's actor. all a show. He's an act. This is all an act. Yeah. That shit has bothered me more than anything else. And I told them, I think the fact, just in and of itself, that the only part that has pissed me off is them saying I'm not a redneck. Like, the fact that I'm like, God damn it, ain't nobody gonna tell me I ain't a redneck by the like, That yeah. in and of itself proves that I'm a fucking redneck. Right. Yeah. A little, like, like, that's that's pretty, the one thing that bothers right. you? That, there was but, somebody... But the, but the thing about it is, the reason it bothers me is the whole, like, you know, being accused of being disingenuous or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, because my whole thing is like, motherfucker, come to my hometown, meet my fucking family, meet the people I grew up with, and tell me that I'm faking any of this shit. You know what no, I mean? What, and, what, that, and it just bothers me. What do the, what does the, like, you've had to have had death threats, right? Uh, yeah, a couple. We got tweeted, the other day a guy tweeted a uh, picture of a like, gallows, a picture of a gallows that said, hey, Trey, this is your future. And then another they, guy told me he's going to follow my wife into the bathroom. And, uh, are you married? Yeah, I'm married. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so shit like that. Another guy said, in regard to the us, bathroom bill, I, I want to defend the troll and at least give him the credit that he deserves. It was what I was talking that about. That was contextually made sense. He weren't just like out of yeah. the blue, hey, I'm going to follow your wife I in mean, the bathroom, it's no, buddy. It's yeah. no better. I appreciate that. It's no better. In that guy's defense, <laughs> when, uh, when, Philando, when Philando Castile, I'm saying his name right, right? I think so. Philando Castile uh, from Minnesota, the black, unarmed black guy that got shot. I know there's been so many uh, when he got shot, 
a couple months ago or whatever, I made a Facebook post about it, and this tour was going on, and this dude who – this is what – he was a guy that was – it wasn't just a random guy. I'd known this guy from childhood, and he said, I genuinely wish it had have been you that had been shot instead. Huh. Like, if it had been – and I told them, I was like, if it had been one of my comedian friends that said that, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. You're know, like, oh, they're just trying to be funny. But this guy sincerely meant that. Like, wow. I would rather it had been you because of the, the liberal bullshit y'all are saying. Yeah. It's insane. It's interesting to Sometimes me. Sometimes in the hotel room, I wish it had been you, too. Right, exactly. That's funny. <laughs> Drew has a reason to wish that I was Just for the record on him. I've gotten way, way, way more, like, positive messages from people from those than... I read I, some. They, they, I read outnumber, some. they outnumber the, the shitty ones. Well, I think the medium... to one, like, legitimately. He's biggest on Facebook. I think that medium is a pay-per-view kind of medium. You can block people you don't like. If you're there and you hate it, you want to troll. I think as... We do more, and he gets more out there. There'll be a lot more of that. I think for now, people, when they know what he is, they can just scroll past it. They just don't watch it. And right. Because they don't watch it, they don't comment shit. when it's shit, on TV so. or when, it, you know, when stuff like that starts happening, I think it'll be worse. I really do. But, yeah. And I've gotten a lot of shitty ones, too. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I can only imagine. I know that I know what – I made these uh, hotel art installations, and I got death threats for that. And it was just it do was, what? What now? What did you hotel what art installations? Like I, uh, doing? It was I used to do this thing called "What Will the Maid Think?" <laughs> and I make I'd leave the room and like create a person and oh and, yeah or, yeah yeah I saw those yeah. some of those got super viral and then people, they went viral and people wanted to kill you because you did that. Yep. What, why was it uh, like what, maids what, wanted to kill you? Why does anyone want to kill you? I mean, like you just you do something and someone. It hits them at the wrong day. But what would they like, maids? Was it like maids? No, was it maids loved it. Like I would go to hotels <laughs> and they would be like, I would get there and they'd be like, they'd set my room up in a fucking crazy way or they'd give me a bunch of extra stuff. Like they'd, they'd go, we left uh, like 20 pillows in there for right. you if you want to make something and call us if you need anything. We just want to see it. I they didn't know that was you. That's with crazy. It. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I saw those. And so, yeah, it went, went viral. Like the Today Show talked about it. Good yeah. morning, America. And, and, um, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then I started getting death threats. And uh, I had a buddy who worked at some uh, some defense company for the co- for the country, for the d- government. And he fucking was like, I'll find out who these, p- these people are. Found out. And he's like, nah, you don't have anything to worry about. Lives with his mom. He's 18. I was really hoping that the end of that story was, and I sent him a message with a picture and, you know, scared him or whatever. <laughs> no. Death threats are scary as fuck. Because you know that it's not going to happen, but it might. <laughs> like yeah. that's the well, just knowing that that's think in, about that, just knowing that's in somebody's yeah. mind, yeah, yeah, for just sure. Just the fact that, that someone guy, would go there. That right. guy that the guy that sent me the picture of the gallows and stuff apparently turns out from looking through his Twitter and shit, he's like an ex NYPD, an ex cop, claims to be in New claims York, claims to be at least. Yeah. Oh, okay. I he definitely, well, right. he definitely, well, he definitely look. Well, no, it's just that anybody could be a troll. It could be a fake. Right. He definitely okay. looks it like, from his picture, but that could just not be him. Yeah. But yeah, because he tweeted a he tweeted at me after he did the gallows to Trey. He tweeted at me, and this is for you, Corey. And it was a picture of a crematorium like I was going to fucking well, go in there. You, didn't you shoot one of him first? I just yeah. said, you, I just you said. kind of baited nope. him a little bit. Corey likes <laughs> the attention <laughs> any kind. You. Well, Look I at said, you, you Christian soldier. You read, <laughs> and then he came after <laughs> me. No, granted, <laughs> I posted pictures of his mom. You retweeted his tweet and said, this guy, you seem sane. So you sent that to him, and then I just replied to that and said, wow, what a peach. So, I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean I should burn to death. No, no, Ooh. I didn't say you deserved oh. it. I said some part of you liked it. You're, I know, you're but then on he, couch he, was speedo, at me. he was laughing at me like he hadn't retweeted the guy's tweet is what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. at least. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Should we, should we break open this moonshine, I gentlemen? I think so, yeah. Let's have yeah. a sip of moonshine. Let's pass around a, a sip of moonshine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll have a moment. 
um, it is a pleasure fucking talking to you guys. You know, you don't know what you're getting when in, in scenarios like this. I just know I like the videos and I know right. I like comics. But you guys are very fucking normal. But you guys also have like a good conscience. Like I don't have that. Like I'm a fucking yeah. That's not. <laughs> oh no, man. That's fuck, dude. Thanks for Thanks. having us here. We, this is. I'm excited super for your pumped. tour. I ho- I'm hoping uh, I, my my cities cross and I get to go. Stop by one of your dates and you go do. see what you guys. I mean, you guys have like fucking sixty dates, fucking insane. Well, and yet that for, for now us, until yeah. the end of the year, well, it, like we've been on the tour, kind of. So it's yeah. like six. But I mean, still, yeah. Between now and the end of the year, oh, this there's smells a, there's good. A fuck ton. Does it? Yeah, this it smells really sweet good. corn smell, yeah, buddy. But uh, that's corn liquor. Ooh, careful now. That ooh, ain't the flavored damn. kind. Yeah. Went in. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. You did get your yeah, balls touched. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of getting out. And. uh Guess what I got today? I'm gonna Kratom. try them. I'm gonna try them. Kratom. Kratom. <laughs> I Hell bought them yeah. there next yeah. door. My oh, man. <laughs> and the right on. Yeah, the pill. Yeah. Well, so does that shit that, work? That's my medium. Right? Yes. It works for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a disclaimer just because I've read on shit on the internet, like you know, in the in the community. From next door uh, here, you can get that from people right that. Uh, Fuck yes. They say that like the gas station head shop shit. You know, but these it's are like 50, the hipsters 50. of Kratom. And yeah. they will say, like, oh, that shit, don't fuck with that shit. You got to get it straight from whatever. Well, so it's you, ordered you can't off the trust internet. it. But I don't, I've, I've always only ordered off the internet, so I don't know. But just I as just a, got it at the head Just shop. as a disclaimer, some of those, like I said, Kratom hipsters try to act like that's not. But if you haven't well, fucked with it at all, you'll be What they say is you, can't, be, you don't know which is which. Like, you'll, which yeah. companies well, are well, that. Well, my buddy got That gas station shit, you got it. The gas station next to my house worked. Yeah, dude. That, my buddy Shane <laughs> Moss was on. I released that podcast today. Oh, wait, we love Shane. Oh, yeah. Shane's fucking yeah. amazing. He's yeah. on a massive tour, 60 City Tour, too. Yeah. And he was the one that was like, Yeah, you got to get on this Kratom. He's like, It's yeah. so good. It's, he's like, If I have a bad day with my foot, I take one, it just goes away. Dude, it's so. And it's like, it, and of course, the motherfuckers are up. taking what? it away. They just immediately, you know, like. I say immediately. I've been fucking with it for how, about a year and a half, probably Drew something like, like that. What, like, like taking them how often? Like, I t- so like I don't do the pills. I get just like the powder, and it's the exact same thing. It's the powder that comes in a bag, and then they put it in just those capsules. It that you've awful, got there. so That's I it. like the capsules. And it does. Yeah. The powder tastes very bad. So a lot of <sighs> people like, do like that. it tastes like That's a really uh, good like a wood, wood else come? Wood else come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's but like the. Hippie people that I know, like the crunchier motherfuckers I know that I've introduced it to, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, kind of earthy, kind of nice," but like me, he's but, talking about me. Yeah, me and my wife, we're like, "Oh, it just tastes like fucking tea." Yeah. Well, and a couple other, but but I don't. It tastes, it tastes like terrible shit. to me. Even after all the times I've taken, I, I still hate the taste. It's the texture I wanted to, in your mouth. Like it's how it that's, that's you bad too. It's like chewing I, really. I opened it because I wanted to advise you on how many of these to take, but I can't find anywhere on this bottle where I it says either. how much is in that or how much Which is, is in the bottle. Which is kind of sketchy. I would take like seven if I was you. Pills. Say, you're pro- saying, no, you're probably going to need more than you'd think. No, I'm saying, serious, seven. Really? Because those look I a little bigger. five. Because yeah, but burn. No, but see, here's burn. the thing: when you Guys, take it, when you take, take seven, buddy. Me and you are more like take seven. <laughs> when you take the powder, like it's a fucking heaping spoonful of it. So it's like, like not like much fits in one of those capsules. Like oh, really? So really? You're, it, that I know that sounds like a lot. Yeah, but Man, that's good. That's moonshine. really about. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, you might go well with booze, Bert. That Go is ahead, buddy. I can't use my fucking arm right now. Well, you need that shit. I gotta go to CrossFit tonight, so I'm probably not gonna be able to take kratom. No, but t- no, it would... ain't as bad as you think. But whatever. Yeah, but you I mean, probably won't want to go to CrossFit. You'll want to just. So hey, people, we're, go we're to gonna beach. fucking murder this moonshine today, gentlemen. <laughs> people, uh, <laughs> what do you guys have after this? What do you have to do? Stephanie Miller and Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla later. Ooh, how? What time's Carolla? Five. Oh, yeah. You'll have some mangria there. That'll be a fucking blast. All right. what's, what's this now? Man- Mango. Mango. He's, trying, he's trying to make sangria manly. 
He's made it, and he's made a fortune off nice. of it. Nice. Yeah, he's fucking... How did I not know that shit? Mangria. It's his brand. It, it's like... Manly I Sangria? I want to say it's Mangria. Vodka Sangria, and it's fucking It's great. just a fruit vodka drink? It's, That's yeah, awesome. It's, it's, it's like... I, I think. I'm not certain. I've never had it, but I, I have a bunch of friends who drink it. Mangria is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I you guys will fucking love that. You did Ellis this morning? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and then... So we, and yeah, I realized earlier we didn't... Fin- we did... Todd Glass last night, and then Josh Wolf's podcast right before Love that. Josh Wolf, yeah, he's that dude. was great. And uh, and I was on the Dan Savage's Savage Love yesterday. Oh, that's cool. On a I called in from the fucking uh, parking car, lot yeah. of the rental car where we stood in line for two hours. <laughs> out Dan there Savage talking about how to produce more saliva to give a blowjob and shit out there with all these tourist families waiting on their you rental talk about cars. What you know, ah, that was a weird right. joke. Yeah. I'm sorry. He, have, he takes like callers and they ask questions, and that was one of the questions. And I was like, "Fuck, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know." I think I read something once about putting a rock under your tongue or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> That's what to how tell you take. produce saliva. Put a rock under your tongue. I'm not bullshitting you. I remember. Seeing in some random stupid ass article once. Oh, like, you said to put a rock under your tongue. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I was like, but I told him I was like, I don't fucking know, man. What do you want me to put a rock under there? Dan Savage, Dan Savage is uh, is one of my. Fa- I feel like this is all I can extend my arm. This is bad. You need right? to go to the doctor. Yeah, because yeah, you can't you can't Where'd screw you around with shoulders, like, dude. Yeah. Sports yeah, injury. It just gets real bad. I think it. No, I slept on it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you pass out on it? Checks out. I got nerve damage doing that one night. And it happens, and the reason the doctor knew what it was is because he used to be a military doctor. And he's like, oh, yeah, the fucking, he was a Navy doctor. He's like, they get off the boat for a weekend. They come in and pass out for 20 hours in one position. No, I, I, I just slept, like, I moved around a lot throughout the night. But I definitely woke up, and it was fucking sore. And they were like, it's tendonitis of the shoulder. Who was they? Twice. Like, a, the, the, the guys working on your internet. house? Oh, okay. The internet. Should probably ask the doctor, not I those dudes who are putting lot, in your too. drywall. Uh, by the way. Like Drew said, if you, your arm been fucked up and shit like that, no shit. That kratom will probably help with that, man. Well, it'll help you not feel it. It ain't going to cure you. Well, yeah, yeah. it ain't going to make it no better, but it'll make it make you uh, feel a little better about it. So, do you guys like? Do you guys? Do you guys look and think like, like what if what if uh, Jeff Foxworthy was like, I want to start doing a tour. I want you guys to be on it. Would you want to do it and play to those people? Yes. Like, meaning, meaning, I meaning, not, meaning. I couldn't say no to. Couldn't Jeff turn that down. But like, I, I don't think that. That would ever that happen. crowd. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I think it would ever happen, but also the crowd that you know that I always perceived that crowd to be when they were hu- when Blue Collar Tour was huge. Those people, I just cannot imagine liking us even a little. Like you know, their kids might like us, yeah. But like, I think, I, and maybe I'm wrong. I might be underestimating them, but playing the Foxworthy's crowd, you kinda. murdered a Foxworthy's crowd. Well, yeah, you yeah I did. I grew up murdering to his crowd. No, but like, you're, you're right. I mean, well, hell, and I we're like minded, but, but we're very different people too. I'm yeah. contrarian. I would love to do something like yeah. that. I would because yeah. well, I'm. Dude, just, I, I got something very much enjoying doing crowds that are for your career. Our people, it is easy. When I grew up, when I did the comedy catch in Chattanooga for twelve years. And it was all Fox for this crowd. And I wasn't doing much different than what I'm doing now. I just found a way to make them like it, which is just, I don't know, kind of tiptoeing around and being, I don't know, fat. And yeah, but I don't feel you think those same people, though? Because, I mean, I did the same shit. I did that, too, in Knoxville and in Chattanooga and wherever else. But, like, I think, like we were talking to Josh Wolf about, I think there was part of that that was, like, they would give us a little more leeway with that because we sound like them. They're like, oh, he's one of us. But, like, if we did that now, if there was any kind of – and a lot of those people still wouldn't have a fucking clue who we were. But right. if there were people there that are familiar with, like, my videos or know, that would be gone. Yeah. I would walk out there and those people would be Boo! ready to fucking hate me. Yeah. I, think, no, I don't which think – well, That's why I a different question for us, though. Like, if I were in your position, I might feel a lot differently. 
About a lot what? Differently about yeah. it. Well, don't, don't you feel like... This is one of my things that, that drives me nuts. Is like, I feel like sometimes like the people whose messages I like are only talking to the people who like their messages. Right. Yes. Like I, like, I like your message. I don't agree with everything you say on those things, but, but I... You were open... Like, you did... I, I've never been like a huge um, Black Lives Matters guy. Like I just I, I like I kind of feel like they're cannibalizing themselves and they're and the fact that they don't want white people to be a part of it. And I just find that I find that like. It, but when you said that when you said that statement about that's like Susan J, Susan Komen going like enough of the pink shit all cancer matters. I went ooh that makes a good point. Like you would never say that. And then I was like oh that's a really good point. And then I was like, you know what? I fucking why am I saying that I don't like Black Lives Matters? I totally like that organization. If I was a, if I was black, I would definitely be a part of that. And then I started going, God damn it, that's a good video. And, <laughs> and, but no, but that but the point God is, point, but, I think you're a way better person than you give yourself credit yeah. for. Yeah, because it sounds like you self reflect on how awful you are, and yeah. that's literally and the only way it, to be a decent human. But it in changes. You're right. It changes. No, yeah. That's the only yeah. way is to be like, God damn, I'm awful, and here's why I'm awful. I'm, I'm awful by a minute. Like I go, I go. But I, I examine those parts of my life, and I go, "How can I change to be better?" Like, uh, uh, what was the thing I wanted to do Most the other day? Most awful people do not do that. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck! I just had one the other day that I was like, I'm a, uh, "My new thing. This is my new thing." And this is more personal, but um, I'm very self-deprecating personally. Like, I really think shitty about myself. I'm a really fun person to be around, but I really think shitty about myself. And I was like. I was like, that yeah, this, this is some same. sort of like fucking yeah. prism going on in the universe. In this dude, just yeah. 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 I'm, this dude, I'm the same goddamn oh. way. And then I started going, you know, Kevin Hart, I love Kevin. Yeah, I, for I, sure. He's one of my favorite people, and he's very funny. And every time I run into him, he's like, I, I, he just cheers me up. Every part of him cheers me up. And, and someone said to me yesterday that they go, that's you. Every time I run into you, you cheer me up. And I went, well, why do I have to hate myself? And then I was like, why can't I just look at my life like Kevin Hart and go, I'm fucking really good, man. I'm going to fucking power through this. I'm not going to let myself get caught up in the bullshit or destroy myself. And then, But it's all self-reflection. And I think... So what I'm saying to you is like... I, you guys are... All, you're, you're the right direction of where I think comedy should go. And I feel like you should be performing for... Comedy is the way to get you to fucking agree with something you don't agree with. Right. right. The yeah. most beautiful thing about comedy, uh, in comedy is when you say the statement, they groan... And go, I will not like this. And then yes. they laugh and they go, that Fuck. was fucking funny. So yeah. Bill Burr's yeah. whole act. Yeah, I agree. That is the best and thing. And Jim Jeffrey's gun bit. Have you guys way? seen Doug Stanhope's uh, new special? No, but no, I had a t- but I my buddy texts so me about bad. it. They, wait, you talking about the, the mental... It is uh, fucking amazing. My buddy Ryan texts me and said the mental retardation versus, uh, what was mm-hmm. it? Uh, mentally handicapped versus mentally disabled. Mis- right. The, he camp has, one versus camp two. Yeah, he said it was one of the most amazing bits he's ever Dude, heard. Dude, I like... It, it is, uh, it is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. He brings up statements I would never personally agree with, and because he makes me laugh at them, I see them in a different light. Right. And right. I go and and Doug. And by the way, I have I, I can't do this enough. Doug Stanhope's masterfully use of the English language. I think I just fucked that For up. For sure. Own, like, masterfully use. But like he, his his fucking. The use of the English now? language will blow you away, and like, and like, and, you, and I think you do this as well. You take colloquial, like your own verbiage, to make a point, and that's what Stanhope does. Is he putting on another costume? No, I think, no, he I think he's actually pissing this time. I but think it is. It is. I would say get the CISO app. I, I, I'm gonna. I, I probably have done this in the in the intro for this. Okay, but I'll say it again. 
Get the CISO app. Don't try to go online. Just get go to the App Store, get the CISO app, sign up. It's three ninety nine a month. I think if you use a Stanhope code, you get the first month free, but you still gotta give them a credit card. That's the fucking exhausting part. And so but but get sign up and just if anything. Another example, um, Carmen Esposito and Rhea Butcher have a show called Take My Wife. Now I, that show was not written for me. They did not write that and go, I'm here to um, change the minds of, of st- uh, white privileged males who, have, who make a ton of money and, and have a family and don't really give a fuck about anyone else but themselves because that's ultimately what we all do. But me, me, is me. They didn't make it for me. They didn't make to try to change my mind on anything. I'm very pro everyone living the life they want to live. But motherfucker, that show's so cool that I went... You didn't you didn't put a message in it, but I fucking loved it. I loved it and then I went, I want more. I wanna like I wanna know more about your life. Like how cool that I that I'm envying like how neat your life like it's so that's what art's about and that's what comedy's about. And what you know, what you're doing is like you're taking a it's the total ultimate contrarian. Yeah. Taking what we assume to be one thing. It's same as Patrice, man. I don't know if you guys knew Patrice at all. No, or knew his I stuff. wish. Not I wish. We are obsessed with fucking him. shit. Patrice yeah. was the ultimate contrarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He is a six foot five, three hundred fifty pound black man that you assume is going to be like, where are the real motherfuckers at? Yeah. But he just walked up and he's like, I don't like a uh, fish. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? Like he would just take. Uh, he was a genius, man. Uh, I know mean, that's right. On the fly, but he was a genius on the fly. It's but you're talking about like. Uh, you know, pl- playing to people that don't agree with you and shit like that. And yeah, again, we've all sort we came up doing that, and I got no we, issue we doing that. But like, way, right. in the but south, like, in the we south, we fucking yeah. existed that but, way yeah, as but, high schoolers. Yeah, I grew and up our whole students. lives before comedy. We were that, but like, yeah. and about changing people's minds, people like that, like actually changing their minds, and it is fucking real hard to do. But I think we change a lot of minds as far as the way what people assume the South is. Like, I think those people, I've we've changed their opinions a fucking ton right. already. Like and the I don't think being and from Florida, you realize people. how strong that is. But there's a lot of people yeah. who just really think, they don't even realize it. They're super liberal, progressive. I would never judge anyone types. And as soon as we talk... They think we're they shitty racist. They become the most judgmental, picks. awful They're, You're people. about to say something racist immediately. Like, it, as though that's not also... That's not what they hate. They're hating... They are doing the same shit to the South that they ostensibly hate the South for doing, which yep. is like prejudging other people or being shitty towards other people for just one thing about them. And just because of the, the exposure we've, we're getting and the, the, what, what we are about, we have people all the time from other places tell us, like, you know what? I fucking – I have been wrong about the South my whole life because I – because, like, they literally – some of these people literally don't think that there's any – true southerners who are liberal at all like they've told me like you're a fucking unicorn i wouldn't believe people oh, like you yeah. existed oh that's and so it's, like, it's we, crazy it's crazy to yeah. even but i swear we lose man the elections it's but 40 percent's voting blue For it's Obama, like what right yeah and that but and they don't I'm, seriously it, that is crazy especially you're from florida you know like it's crazy is, it's crazy is, but we all but we all but, acknowledge that there is the thing I mean, there, yeah, there, there is the thing, and that's but the thing. But it doesn't that, define everyone there or the entire. But and that's what I'm saying to these people. It does or yeah. has. And this is totally, totally a shameless plug, but it's 100 percent true. That was the inspiration for the book that we wrote. 
which was that. Yeah, talk, talk to me about the book. The for Liberal a Redneck Manifesto: <laughs> Dragon Dixie Out of the Dark, and it is available a October fourth, or maybe I'm a little ashamed. Yeah, pre-order it right now. What, yeah. what day is this? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is being coming released. out soon. Man. This is being released right around next, the corner uh, on Wednesday. Oh cool. So uh, yeah. in a week from today. Cool. So okay. Do me a favor and being dead serious. You guys know this. I wrote my book. You know how important it is. Go on and pre-order it on Amazon.com. Go to Barnes and Noble. One of the two. It doesn't have to be exclusive to one or the other. But go pre-order it. The pre-orders matter because it moves it up the charts and it gets into the bestseller list and. Once it's in the bestseller list, that's like being white. It's just this yeah. privilege. It's just it can't fail from there. Right, 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 right. I mean, you gotta like you gotta you gotta get a real big DUI. Right. right. <laughs> but but yeah. I sincerely think that for me, and I think for these guys, that's that was a lot of why we wrote it. It was talking to people who are like us and say, Hey, you're not alone. Talking to people who don't think like us, but but have always assumed that they're not like that person from Portland on television being like, well, everyone down there is wrong-minded. It's like, no, we're talking to you, and we're asking you to reflect, but we're coming from a place of love. But then also, it's saying to those people in, you know, wherever, New York, when I went to law school, the first day this you professor was like, yeah. With that accent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he got, he that's the story. I'm doing it. You that's the story. Nailed him, but that's the story. But that's the story. <laughs> yeah. This professor, like, day two of this trial practice class was like, you talk slow. You might want to change that. And at first, it's like an impressionable kind of like, I'm trying to be a lawyer and impress this guy. He went to Harvard. I was like, yeah, maybe I should... And then, like a day later, I was like, "Fuck that guy!" Yeah. Every Clarence Darrow's a thing. Exactly. Every fucking <laughs> yeah, stereotypical lawyer. great lawyer ever. That that guy was just anyway. And now I'm going to making it about me. But um, <laughs> no, 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 I, no. Yeah, what the but, fuck yeah. was Matlock? Yeah, did God he not it? see uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Come on, a time to Is kill. To kill a mockingbird. Matlock was repeated it. Matlock was based on a lawyer that lives in Ben Thompson's hometown. Lawyer stereotypes in this world. The Jewish lawyer who like will win all the cases in terms of money, and, the good and then the guy Southern. who's going to get you off at trial is always Southern, a yeah. Southern DA or ah, something like that, yeah, yeah. or the prosecutor. Right. Well, that the prosecu- one's awful. Lord, right, no, we but, gonna, but we still, all these they're bad not guys. stupid. I was a public defender, so I kind of hate prosecutors. My dad went to trial one time with an old Southern lawyer, and my, I was a kid, and I it was uh, he kept me out of school. I was in first grade, and I went and watched. And my dad, this is back when you could smoke in the courtroom. God, and my wow, dad, that's awesome. My dad hey, said, "Watch what he does." And I was like, okay, I must. Have, my, my, my dad wasn't uh, defending against him. Well, we must have been in the back. But he goes, he takes uh, toothpicks and he shoves them into his cigar, so that as he smokes his cigar, the ash never falls because it's held on by a toothpick. <laughs> so that when the guy's giving his statement to the, uh, I'm getting a sweet little buzz off that. Uh, and <laughs> as he gives, as he talks to the to the jury, he's just got like a, a cigar. With a long ash, and right. no one can pay attention to whatever the other person's saying, and like that, you know, there's parts of the South that I that I wish were celebrated more. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm that's I'm a, also in the book, by the way. Yeah, we celebrate yeah, the yeah, shit for sure. out of the food, oh, and the music, music. It's there. It, oh, Southern. The, we have the best music in the world. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it's Without mostly because of poverty best, and slavery. Yeah. But, yeah. Because like that kind yeah, of situation just creates amazing art. That's why our food you know what came. I mean? no, no, let me the tell you something. Too, it's yeah. very hard to write great stand up as a millionaire. I'm right. not, I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm. But you're getting close. But no, yeah, but I'm getting close to stuff. <laughs> it's you know, getting it's a little like, bit It's difficult. like what's up with my financial planner? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's it, it is. I mean, 
uh, I heard Ted Danson say this a long time ago. I hate to use Ted Danson as a reference, but he said, you know, I would love um, to be able to do that. But nobody, no, he didn't say it to me personally. Oh, oh, God damn it! But he said, uh, he said, you know, it's good that uh, <laughs> everything goes away every at one point. You need to be kind of lost and 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 not know what, knowing what you're working on to be able to get to the next level to create new stuff. No one creates stuff in in opulence. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. We always feel that way looking back, and it's 100% true. But when you're in like the fucking throes of a really depressed three months, and you've been bombing a lot, or if you're a writer, it hasn't been going well, you don't feel that. You're just like, fucking everything's terrible, and I hate myself. Yeah. But you're right. Once you get out of it, you look back, and you go, fuck. You guys should I needed that. You should off. do that on this tour. The the and I'm I'm just I'm assuming, but like the the sharing the cars, flying coach, yeah. sharing a hotel room, getting there late. Uh, fuck the, the they don't pay you any respect. I don't know. I never seen your videos. Who you guys are? You guys are doing stand up? All that shit. You're gonna look back one day and go, God, man, that was the best. Those were the good yeah. times yeah. ever. Did you I get mean, that chip. You mean me Segura, I was just talking to Tom Segura on the phone as you guys walked up. That and me incredible. and Segura were bullshitting about. When we were to Tom is buying a fucking extremely expensive house right now. I'm renovating my house. Him and Bill were here yesterday, and we were talking about the renovation. This we're dude's trying about, to tell me that while they're buying and renovating nice houses and hanging out with Bill Burr, it's not the best time of their life. I believe you, but <laughs> right, God, that's right. hard to Let stomach. Me tell you something. Bill here yesterday was like, I mean, Bill says this every time. Bert, do you remember when we were starting? Do you remember those days when we were all fucking hungry and we're all sitting in the back of the Boston Comedy Club? Like, me and him were at the Rainbow Room the other night having whiskey. And he goes, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're here. And by the way, he's still, lost, he's still saying not, that? It's not lost on me that I'm, and I've known Bill for seven, I'm getting chill bumps right now. I've known Bill for 17 years. It's not lost on me that I'm sitting next to one of the greatest comedic minds right. of our generation. Right. right. No, it's, of I'm all not, time, yeah. And, and we're riffing back and forth. Right. And I'm thinking, just. I hope that something I said leaves an imprint so I see it on stage and I go, I was there for that. Right, but, right, And, and right. Segura is clearly blowing up and he's doing better than he's ever done. And me and him are bullshitting and he's like, he's, I don't, I don't want to tell his business, but he's, but he's, uh, they're closing on his house, they're doing a walkthrough and he's just freaking out and we're talking about all these things and he's like, it's a lot of stress, man. It's a lot of fucking stress. Do you remember how great it was when me and you were just putting a hundred bucks on a Florida State game and sitting in the green room when we right. didn't have a hundred bucks but we were just right. like, fuck, if I lose a hundred bucks I don't have it anyway. Fuck it, I just want to win it. Right. Like those moments are the most brilliant Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant times of your career. You'll never get them back. Right. You know, and you have to earn them. These are earned moments. This tour you're going on, dude, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that I can't go, I can't go, I don't care what the money is. I'm right. jealous that I can't go, uh, I don't care what the tickets are sold. I don't care about any of that shit. You guys are in that moment. You're like, dude, if we have fucking 80 people, great. If we get 320, fantastic. If you need to move it into a theater, okay. I don't know that that matters. Like, you guys are at that point in your life where you're like, I just want to be on tour. I want to be on the road. I want to be writing. I want to be performing. I want to be with like-minded guys where we can all create together and go to breakfast and riff off some bullshit bit that all of a sudden finds its way into my act. Those are the greatest moments in this business. Yeah, we've literally, on my porch specifically, because they used to come down to Chattanooga all the time, and they'd always stay with me. We'd be on my porch just Absolutely. What time you guys got to go? No, I was I was counting up something else. I was going to say. When he I was out. absolute drunkard in hell. Just like one day, man, we're going to get to be on tour together. This is what we got to be working for. And now, and now we're doing it in, in the world. And sometimes we yeah. get overwhelmed and we have to take a step back and go, dude, we're <laughs> we're fucking doing that thing that we used to just yell out to the moon about and just fucking. Oh, we got to yeah. do this. Like, shit. man, I like I quit my day job three fucking months ago. So there's still a part like you know just 
literally, I mean, right here in this place right now, and also just in a larger sense, like, I'm just happy to fucking be here, man. You know what oh, I mean? I like, mean, we're just, like, taking it all in still. here with you just, hearing you tell that Burr story was, like, our version right now of what you what were you feeling were talking in the about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're, we're <laughs> in doing that, Todd you know? Glass. Last night I was talking Todd Glass. What, what the fuck fucking... is happening with our lives right now? We're just sitting here hanging out with Todd Glass and doing He's playing, like, show. a jingle about... Yeah, us he did. He our, made us our, our own like that. All this, yeah, it's surreal. Though. And like, I've been trying. To... Can I show you? I mean, this is like <laughs> the coolest things in my life right now. Are like that, like you get texts from Todd Glass. Yeah, but they're written in Todd Glass's voice. Oh yeah, like I'm when sure. you get a text. Like, by the way, I'm a fuck. Like I'm a bigger Todd Glass fan than you guys will ever be because I was there when when. He wasn't Todd Glass. He was just Todd Glass. And right. you'd watch him be genius. You know what Todd Glass used to do? At the fucking Irvine Improv, he would say, instead of giving, <laughs> giving me the light, just have the um, waitress, the, the staff, just come out and start vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> how great is that? It's hilarious. Like, how fucking brilliant is that? Do you, do you agree? I feel like if you get in on somebody and you know they're genius before the world figures it out, you have like a special affection for that person? Yeah, Dave oh, Matthews. Dude. That's going to sound super silly. No, I, I think I could get Dave that. Dave Matthews. No, I, I have that, a band yeah. like that. Go Go ahead. I was uh, I went to the cow house in Tallahassee and saw. What's the matter? Do you guys need to leave? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh. Sorry, man. Love music and similar music. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, t- no, uh, I'm staying forever. Uh, Dave Matthews. We saw Dave Matthews play, and and it was the first time you heard anyone do that stutter step in an instrument. Dunk, jung, a dunk, dunk, dunk. Right. Like, and we were like, I remember me and Andy Sheftall were in the back, like this guy's fucking amazing. And then you watched all the girls in college just lose their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. You're like, holy shit! And then you started listening to him. Then he blew up, and then you were like, fuck that. We were ahead of that. Dane Cook. You can shit on Dane Cook. Nah, from I, we I don't. Let me tell you something. We see it. I, I was sitting in the back with a very, very famous comic watching Dane on stage. You know, Dane, you know, people bombed before Dane. Right. Like, that was part of the comedy yeah. journey was to bomb. You just did not always do well. Right. And I remember sitting in the back, and a very famous comic said, this is like watching the first caveman make fire. <laughs> like, it was, dude, he right. was magical yeah. and masterful. I mean, like from the jump. I was in. I was in yeah. uh, twelve years ago. In, I can almost give you the date. Uh, probably it was probably June fourteenth, uh, two thousand four. I was in West Palm Beach with Louis C.K. When he, when he ditched his old act and started his right. new act, and I sat in the back and I went, "Holy!" I just had a kid, and I went, "Holy fuck!" This is what comedy. This is. I was like, oh, my God. Like, if you're not speaking real about something, then you're not speaking at all. And then I had to go up I had to go up before him and be like, you ever get pulled over by the cops? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Who's your band? Uh, the Avett Brothers, who are this like, you know, now they become this sort of, I don't want to say cheesy because I don't think they're Mumford and Sons, but they're in that same category. They play Madison Square Garden, literally, and they produce really decent pop music. But before they did it, like my my wife dragged me to their tent at Bonnaroo before she was my wife, and this dude is – they didn't have a drummer then. He would just fucking kick a kick drum while they jumped around on stage. And uh, that cello player, like I don't know if you've seen him live, but like he's got this wild stringy hair. He's an Asian guy. He's got this wild stringy hair. He looks like some. I know this is probably racist, but he looks like some out of a fucking martial arts movie. He he's does. got a fucking ponytail he and he's does. jumping around on stage playing this cello. And they're from the south and they're singing about southern shit. And there's a goddamn banjo in the band. And I'm going, what the fuck is this? 
this is me, and this is everything that I am, and it's in music form, and it's unreal. Yeah. But then you fast forward a few years, and they're headlining Bonnaroo, and they've, yeah. they've done the uh, – what's the guy that they did the thing with that Beastie Boys had and Jay-Z did an album with? Rick, uh, Rick Rubin. They did a Rick yeah. Rubin album, and it was good pop music, but I didn't want good pop music. I yeah. wanted that good southern weird shit. I still love them, but it's like you have that special place. And for me, Whoa. I always go full circle. I love them. Then I hate them because I blame them when it happens. And then I realize it wasn't their fault. The world just loved them and they wanted to go bigger. And then I circle back to nostalgia. And I still play their, not their first album, but their first big album, Emotionalism, play it all the time. Yeah. So just on the subject of music, we were talking to Josh Wolf yesterday and this got brought up. And I'm going to tell the story this Uh, time around. Go ahead. ahead. uh, So... For me, growing up where I did and being like what I was for the black sheep of the whole, like, you know, the, again, I've been the liberal redneck for a long time, way before I ever did comedy. And, like, I used to get very defensive about the South and the way I knew people thought about it. Or when I would talk to people that weren't Southern, they'd hear my accent and the way yeah, I had a chip on my shoulder about that whole thing. Yeah. And so the first time I heard. And by the way, you are fuck Like, your accent is red. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not fucking around. Like, I, I know. I, like, if I play, if you meet my wife. You and my wife will be like, oh, wait, are we kin? Right, yeah. Like, when you use terminology yes. that my wife uses, like, my wife will still say britches and supper. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Get yeah. your britches on. It's supper time. Dinner confused yeah, me saying, when man, I first heard it. It's yeah. very, yeah, it like, always supper. Or real quick, real quick, explain that to anyone that doesn't know. Okay, the so. between dinner and supper. I, I guess for me, we always said you have breakfast, lunch, and supper. Yep. And the f- I started, I was, uh, I played basketball a lot. That was like one of my passions as a kid. And I played AAU basketball, and I played with a city team out of Knoxville. I'm from about an hour from there. So Knoxville was the big city. That was, and people would be like, well, we got to get dinner before the game. Yeah. And I was, I asked, I remember asking my mom at like 13, why are they saying dinner? Because what I thought, I'd heard it on movies. What I thought was dinner was like when you went to a restaurant and everyone had suits on and you sat down and someone right. called a toast. <laughs> I literally thought that word meant a more formal some, thing and supper is what you have with your family. Some yeah. some Southerners, my granny, who was as Southern as they come, a lot of Southerners used to call lunch <laughs> dinner. Was, by the way, she was called no, granny. Okay. I'm glad, granny, granny. Like, I'm glad yeah. you said yeah, that. Yeah, they would. She I was would say, when I, where, where I'm from, Lunch was dinner. It was it dinner. Was you called that yeah. dinner and lunch was dinner. We go to yeah. like a we go to like a meat yeah. three place for supper. Is that that? And Granny would go. And I want I want chicken tenders. I don't want any leftover from dinner. Yes, and I, yeah. and that, that's she meant lunch. Yeah, that was Leanne, what lunch was. My, my my wife's grandmother just passed, and that that is a throwback to a generation that those anyone yeah. called Granny. Mine passed oh. in mine passed in July, and it was like the hardest thing ever. But she was passed. Really? Yeah. So your story. I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. No, that's cool. So yeah, I always was just like had this like black sheep thing about that whole deal and the chip on my shoulder about it. So like seriously the first time I heard uh the drive by truckers oh, like yeah. that was like that they were like hugely important to me. I was yeah. like this is my fucking band. Like this is what I've been waiting on when I first and that's like when I was in high school. Like that that band meant a lot to me. And then they uh and then Jason Isbell uh, who was with the drive-by truckers? Not at first, but then got with them. Wrote some of that had some of their best songs when he was there. Then he split off and went solo. And now to this day, Isbel's like probably my number one favorite he's artist. God, period. He's God. And so they're hugely important to me. And a couple weeks ago, not not even a month ago, they like the drive-by truckers like through a person you know through one of their people. Uh, first of all, Patterson Hood. One of the there's two frontmen, Patterson Hood and Mike Cooley. Patterson Hood through one of their people that had came to our shows before, reached out to me and, like, said that he dug my videos and to keep it up, right? Which is, first of all, that alone, I said to him, I was like, what the fuck, guys? But then uh, they, like... like, I've been doing this until I'm fucking 80. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, sure. Yeah, we're in. Then, yeah, we're in. But then they, like, put us on the list for this... Uh, 
festival show they were playing in Lexington, Kentucky that we went to. And then after the show, we like hung out with them, like on their tour bus. And we're just sitting there just drinking beers and talking about like rock and roll and the South and comedy yeah, and all this yeah. shit. And like it was all rock stars want to be comics. All comics want to be rock stars. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. said that. Yeah, he said that. And but it. It was. I told him that. the most surreal, <laughs> crazy fucking well, it, like it was just so awesome. It was awesome because they didn't. You know that "Don't Meet Your Heroes" thing. Yeah, Cooley told Rockstar stories, and Patterson was like this, so, just this happy, jovial. Oh my god, he played Frank Ocean's new album for us, and was like, "Have While you guys we heard this? Can Bejesus, you wrap your head awesome. around this?" Yeah, and we were just like, "Huh." And he, I think he was like, why are they being weird? And I was like, we're being weird because you're playing music for us and like trying to act like we're cool yeah, enough to listen to music with you. And Cooley grade. was just telling rock and roll stories. He was like, man, I remember this time we were in Europe. And this dude here was hooked up with a girl. We were going to fucking leave his ass. And I was just like, what is going on right now? No, what? what uh, that's fucking amazing. It was super awesome. David, yeah, my was... only connection with that is David Tell one time told me a joke he liked of mine. And I was like, I'll be telling that until I die. Right. Right. Like, oh, yeah, every time. Yeah, that was for me, my... too. Yeah. Who, are you, who are y'all's heroes in comedy? And don't say me. Because I'm right here. Hey, the, there we go. I was wondering what this time. guy's drinking left on the other side. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The first. This is going to be a massively downloaded episode because we're drinking moonshine. Oh, yeah. I can promise you that. And by the way, it the shrapnel that is going to be my, this is going to be my 199th episode. Oh shit! The 200 is Bill and Tom Segura. Yeah, and we get fucked up on that one, and the shrapnel from that one is going to blow this one up. And I just hope. That's I awesome. just hope to to that if you listen to the podcast and you were unfamiliar with these guys that you go to their show and you buy their merch if they have merch buy we their do. book on yeah. Amazon and fucking and just be like hey I got you a shot from Bert you yeah. awesome. oh, that'd be great right. yeah. yeah. like, this is a shot from the machine we, uh, right. from well, the machine God I love that which by the way well, I'm gonna right. take a little credit for like I introduced them to that story, to that story by the way yeah, they yeah. had heard the story I've never heard the fucking machine story by the time I got introduced to you that was in your past or I guess you know what I mean I was like yeah I know who Bert they were like. The machine. Yeah, I, I knew like, who what? you were, but I had no fucking idea that that was a thing. And then he played it for me. And I went, no, I'm sure you're probably sick you of talking about it. Literally all the time. God. I yeah. was like, was the day. I was like, so we're going to, but we're going to Van Wilder's we're going house. to the goddamn machine. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but to answer your question, my go-to for that, uh, comedy heroes, the, my first one, the first person I ever watched, and it made me want to do comedy, was uh, Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker, 1998. Uh, I was 12 years old, and I remember Bigger I watched Blacker, it with my the, dad. Is that the one where it was uh, He's in the full black versus black, black, black people? People? That's No, no, one? no, that's Bring the Pain. Oh, you're I saw Bring, bring the, the Pain. pain. I saw... See, cause I, 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 was, got to, I got to tell Chris Rock that. I knew I know his brother and his cousin really well, yeah. but I got to tell Chris Rock that, and I said... Jordan or Tony? Tony and okay. Tony. Tony. There's a lot of if if you're black in a comic, apparently we, you have nine siblings. Yeah. We know Jordan and they're a all in bit. comedy. Um, no, Sherrod and Tony. But I was in at the in the green room at the comedy store a long time ago. Chris Rock rolled in. I've had two experiences like this. One was with Paulie Shore, and one was with Chris Rock. And Chris Rock rolled in. And he sent back there is me, Andrew Dice Clay, Chris Rock, Roseanne Barr, Louis Anderson, God damn, uh, Jay Moore, Steve Byrne, and me. This sounds like a dream. Jesus this Christ. Isn't a dream you had? Steve Byrne and I just sitting there going like, oh. <laughs> That's a base. So I, I just lean over and I go, listen, I got to tell you, uh, Bring the Pain is the probably the reason I'm in comedy. That is the best special I've ever seen. I'm sure he's heard it a million times. Like, yeah, thank you very much. Yes, I know your brother. I know Sherrod. And he's... And I was like, I'm from New York. And he's like, oh, cool. Very nice. The only other time I did that was with Pauly Shore. I said, Brother-in-Law is one of my favorite movies. It really right. is. Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Right. Yeah. Okay, that was- that's where I fucked up. And he, <laughs> 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 he fucking told Pauly Shore, brother You're just like poor. Oh, brother-in-law, man. Pauly Shore, I don't know what he's yeah, called. I really like so your good. movie where you were in the Navy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the Navy, yeah. He's like, whatever. Beat it. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. There's a lot of yeah. Uh, meeting your heroes <laughs> is always scary because you're like you're like. I'm bringing so much energy to this interaction. Right. Like, so much And so many expectations. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I yeah. met Rogan. I've, always, I've said this over and over again, but I met Rogan, I, and I was a big Rogan podcast fan. Big Rogan podcast. Yeah, I've heard you big on it a bunch. Rogan fan. And he calls me up. He goes, I want you to do the podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm only putting all my eggs in this basket. Like, I was like, I fucking love this podcast. I walk up to his house, ring the doorbell. He answers the door. And he goes, hey, it's good to meet you. And I go, I need to see your dogs. I need to see your deprivation tank. I want to meet your wife. I want to get high. And then we'll be cool. And knowing Joe now, that was the worst way to introduce yourself. Is be right. like, I need to see all your shit. He's like, let's go see my dogs. Saw his dogs. He's like, this is a deprivation tank. This is my wife. These are my kids. He's like, you want to get high? He's got like, one of those tanks. Dude, uh, you didn't yeah. know that? Wait, no, How do you know that? He talks about that shit all the time. Maybe I did. I didn't know he had his own. What's scary? Yeah. It's as big as this room. Whose podcast do you want to be on? I'd like, love is there anyone that, that I'd, you I'd love like to be Rogan's. on Rogan's for the record? Yeah, I listen yeah. to his a lot. I'd love to do. Rogan's. I've get a lot Pete of Pete Holmes. That'd be an awesome one. To oh, do. you guys would be great people, on Pete Holmes. Uh, yeah, I, I want to do Pete Holmes. People on like Twitter and stuff will tweet at various things, like, "Hey, have Trey Crowder on or whatever," which is awesome. And I've gotten a lot. I think there's Stone Cold Steve Austin bit of overlap between uh, Rogan. My, I think a lot of my fans are also big fans of Rogan's. Of course, he's just got a shitload of fans. But I've had a lot of people. Tweet He's at me like you should be thinker. on Joe Rogan's pod, and I'm like, yeah, no yeah, shit, no shit. Thanks, yeah. buddy. I pray, but yeah, I'd, I'd love Dom to do that. Has a joke about that. People go, and I just was on Dom Herrera's podcast, and Dom told the joke and he was like people are always like you should be on the Sopranos and he's like oh I hadn't I thought, thought of that, that. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. 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 the worst is when Good you idea. reply they're like you should be on Rogan and you're yeah. right back yeah I should yeah. no, no shit. shit no shit yeah. no. no Rogan's good I'll tell you who guys um, you guys should do one you guys do fuck around with weed yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I used I to be a pothead, head man. I get all fucking. Yeah. I used to be a pothead and it turned Diaz on me. And just fucking get blazed. Joey, <laughs> yeah, I would be freaking out. The I know Joey yeah, Diaz. I would love Rogan. to smoke weed with Joey Diaz. I don't know if I want the public to hear my inner thoughts during those moments. Did you ever, did you ever see? Did you ever see the episode where Owen? You know who Owen Benjamin is? Oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever see the episode where He's great. Owen Benjamin has a panic attack and walks out. No, no that's but that would be though. me. I'm it glad is. I know that that seal has been broken. If I ever get on that didn't hurt Owen Benjamin at all, right? That probably endeared him to people. For sure. So there's nothing to actually worry yeah, about. Just, worry but I would be in my head like, well, I'm ruining it. I would, and I would be like looking at Trey like, why'd you even bring me here, dude? You oh. got, you know, I just, this is ridiculous. I hate everybody. So what, how long are you guys in LA for? Almost uh, two weeks. Yeah, well, we go, total, we, we go up, up the to coast the in the middle of it. And then come back down? Yeah. And then it ends on the 2nd, October 2nd. But I have to go, I've got to go back uh, east this weekend. For I don't a know. I'm, sure weekend, like, I'm, I don't know how busy. I'm leaving for a cruise. Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Me and Ralphie. The, Ralphie, oh, May? Ralphie May? Me and Ralphie are doing this uh, show. Mike Calta. You guys know Mike? No, no. I don't know. Uh, Ralphie. You guys doing Tampa on this tour? No, no. We uh, January. January. Ralphie's former. Are you doing January? I guess. Still work. Uh, Tampa's one we've been trying to live with me in New York. Yeah. Ralph. One of Ralphie's openers lives with me in New York. Who? Rocky. Rocky Del Davis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who? He's young. Yeah, okay, twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. So funny. He's from Alabama. I hate him. God, I hate twenty-three. Yeah, he's a good-looking twenty-three-year-old funny guy. You know, piece of shit, Rocky. Uh, yeah, fuck I you, hope Rocky. You're if you're listening, we know you are. You piece of, hey, of shit. course, he they might you're, talk you're about me. Hey guys, Rocky. they talked about me on Bird's <laughs> Pocket. <laughs> 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 you're looking at fucking funny. I would not like you. I do not like you, Rocky. I really don't like you. Oh, he's gonna love this so much. It makes me mad. Guys, let's take let's take a second to tweet to Rocky. What's his Twitter? And just be like, handsome motherfucker. Twitter.com. Future Marvel movie star. Car accident. 
<laughs> and your face getting fucked up, so you're finally funny. Let's get everybody to tweet at him. Find out what his actual Twitter is. Uh, let's let's tweet it right now. Yeah, and then and everybody listening to this tweet mean shit to him. Ah, oh, he's gonna eat this up. I hate us right now. Fuck you, Rocky. Todd Glass just texted me. I really want oh, you yeah. to do my podcast. One rule, no speedo. <laughs> he's just now texting you that? It's like he knew through osmosis what was going on yeah, right he now. did. Um, I don't know. I can't what, find uh, is it. Just, yeah, there he is. It's what's, just what's at Rocky name? Dale Davis. At Rocky like, Dale Davis. Of course. Yeah. Why would he change it? At Rocky Dale Davis. Yeah. Are you going to tweet at him right now? I'm trying to get out of this. He's going to fucking love this shit. Okay. I'm kind of upset that we did this. I'm not. He wins everything and he's winning this. Hey, yeah, but his fall is going to be amazing. Rocky. <laughs> Even better because of this. Like, <laughs> like It's going to make it that much worse. Rocky. Dell. Yeah. Davis. You're talking about podcasts. Sometimes I listen. D-A-L-E. Oh, he's doing yeah. D-E-L. Yeah, he's not a computer. Rocky he a redneck. D-A-L-E. Oh, Dale Davis. Dale. Yeah. yeah. You fucking. Is he black? Oh, sorry. No, he's no. not black. Oh, this Dale is Dale Davis. Is Apologize. Right here? Yeah, it's him. Yeah, the dude with the jawline. Come on, Brad. Not yeah. cool. I'm going to write, hey, at Rocky Dale Davis, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tweet at him, but I'm not now. We're in a group text with him later. He's going to be like, hey, guys, I don't know. Bert Crash, he texted me earlier, and he said, not cool. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man, but it's not good. It's not good. I'm going to go to the gym. Are you getting laid on this tour? You're married, right? I'm married, too. And I have a girlfriend who I love. You know what? i got to be honest with you. That's even more cool. Like, yeah. I, like I look at it now, like you know, uh, me, Segura, and Tom are all married, and it's like so nice to have not have that fucking that issue. That issue I like it. that's overweighing. We've, we've you know? talked about that a lot. On it's like you know what I'm. It's a good thing that all three of us yeah. are you know We're able taken, to and that way we yeah. don't have to because you don't want to cop block your boy, but you also don't want just to it have to deal with that so shit. Can't have that oh shit yeah. Around. Oh man, let me tell you something. I used to. Oh, I guess I can't say that story. Like there was there were times that well, you want to talk about sketchy shit where you'd be like prostitutes and and I, I was never involved with, I've never been with a prostitute but I'm, I'm I've only been with like six women total I have real like fucking issues when it comes to like like closing the deal like right. just kissing someone I never could get to the kissing part I feel like I'd always was running material one time me and Dane Cook were almost in a threesome a foursome actually it was two <laughs> girls and me and Dane and Dane just leans forward shirtless and he's like turn off the act <laughs> That's couldn't. hilarious. I and I could like, Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to get it up after this. Like, turn, Dean, turn yours on. It might close the deal. <laughs> right. And then he just was like, Is this going to happen? And they were like, uh, I don't know. This is getting creepy. And he was like, I'm out. And walked out. And I was like, Now I'm sitting with two girls. Yeah, pretty interesting story. Yeah. Yeah, the no fuck shit. You go from there. I don't know. Out the door, out the room. <laughs> Dane's an interesting guy. I like to have him on the. Uh, he's one of a guy I like to have on the podcast. He always does interesting ones. I, the, his Pete Holmes podcast, I'd I like that just because I don't. Pete's so fucking joyous. You're talking about heroes. I don't do anything like what Pete Holmes does, but I guess that's why I'm so impressed by him. Yeah, I like he's him like a lot. He's like happy and joyful, but in an authentic way. And I, that's like so impressive to me. Well, and anyway, he gets people to open up because of that. But the thing about Pete is he's done a lot of introspection. Right. He's spent a lot of time, you know, and I think he probably grew up similarly to the way you guys grew up. He grew up in the church and then kind of had to figure, and then got married. That's why I like him so they much. Did. I, I, my, I didn't really have that. My they dad's did. a preacher. Your dad's a preacher? Yeah. Yeah. Shut Southern the Baptist. fuck up. This explains like a lot. Like snake shaking it. preacher? No, he's not. He's not quite. But like we're in that genre. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the churches I grew yeah. up in would look at those people and be like, well, they're the crazy ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Whereas the world would be like, you guys are all the same. Or no, where are you at with God right now? 
Oh, uh, where am I at with God? I mean, we you know we hang out when He's available. Uh, I'm not atheist, but I, I don't fuck with that religion much anymore. Any really? kind. What do you do? Do, you, do you I talk about it a lot on stage. Uh, well, I talk about it on stage, and the reason why is because people are interested. But I also sometimes get frustrated because people want, because I do that after shows. People, especially in the South, you know, oh, they'll be like, "Fuck me." No, they don't fight with me because they're our fans. But like, they I've had people. They, no, they want to be like they. They thank me. It's beautiful. Yeah. But they want to talk about it. Yep. And and I feel like I should because I said it on stage. Which, I started but it's this so conversation. The bit you do is talking about not wanting to talk about. That's where I wrote that. <laughs> right. I right. added that oh, line yeah, yeah, yeah. because I want to let go of the rules and the pain. Sorry. So no, that no, I can bunch up. I'm making sure to say we're still recording. I'd like to let go of the rules and the pain that those rules caused, and then like reassess. And I guess that's like every psycho psycho comic. I'm working through it on stage because I'm an insane person. But when they come and talk to me, they have a story and they want to share with me because they've you know identified with what I said. But there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I've been talking about it for, I've been thinking about it, obsessed with it since I was 10 because it really affected me. Like the idea of living forever in hell or heaven. My grandfather was going to hell. Like all that shit really fucked me up. And so I'd like to be able to let go of all that, the rules and the, all that shit. And then be like, okay, so what do I really feel? And I haven't quite done that yet. Yeah, that's tough. It's. You know, there's a lot like, and the cool thing about being in our business is that we're we're surrounded by open-minded people yeah. that are always that are always looking for answers or looking for solutions or or willing to at least take apart a question. Right. And and someone like Pete Holmes has nine answers for you. Well, on that note, I just realized what I just said out loud to you. I've never said out loud to anyone but my wife. So yeah, that's probably because <laughs> you're just sitting here in a fucking speedo, and I feel super yeah. comfortable with it. You got this flat yeah. old hat on here. Like, so anyway, man, what it's we up were with twenty God, minutes you know? into the podcast before I was. We were doing the goddamn podcast. Oh, I no. knew two minutes. Oh, in, I mean, I, was I kind like, of oh, like, married us. Honestly, yeah, I thought I was like, well, we were just all so used to holding a microphone yeah. that we got him. We're like, yeah, but honestly, know. that whole thing is it's weird to me. With the well, you guys have to leave, Corey and Drew. where do you guys have to go? Stephanie Miller. Who's Stephanie Miller? She, she's the journalist. Thirty host. minutes left. Plenty of time. What, what show? The Stephanie Miller show. She has a, it's the like, sexy it's really liberal popular tour. amongst liberals. It's a radio show that like went. They they were one of the first to like uh, play the, that first video of mine that went viral on anything but oh, the internet. Cool. So a lot of their I think I know, fans, I think I know who she is, but I'm she not runs sure. a comedy tour, but she's just the host and doesn't do stand up. The really? sexy liberals comedy tour. Uh, John Fugel sang is on it with her and a couple other people. I think. <laughs> 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 but so, but yeah, the whole thing with like the Jesus shit with them two is like weird to me because, and I'm weird to them because like, I didn't. Almost everybody we grew up with did grow up big time in the church, but like I didn't yeah. at all. And like that is the thing that I always chalked up my like liberalism to. That in my mind that was why was because I didn't have the Jesus stuff. So that's why I was like liberal red. That was my explanation for it. But yeah. like th- these two guys both grew up in the church majorly, and they're easily as liberal as I am. And when I f- found that, I was that's like, why, I was like, oh dude. shit! And right, that's what they. Corey's like. Wow. Corey always says like, yeah, well, the that church it's made still, me liberal. I grew up in the church, and it sucked. So that's why I'm liberal too. But that's, that's not exactly my experience. My parents did not vote that way necessarily. They didn't always vote Republican because my dad's thought was, yeah, I hate abortion and I don't believe in gay marriage, but I don't believe these politicians. Yeah. So to their credit, hugely 
when it comes to politics, they were very like none of those people are like us, Drew. The, yeah, the do reason, whatever you want. You know? Yeah, the reason I became a liberal was a very shitty reason, probably. But I mean, I remain that way. But like, hold on, hold on. You don't have to defend becoming liberal. No, I liberal, just want to liberal. No, but I mean, the truth is, liberals just means you, you love people, right? That's and all you're mean, right. It, it, yeah, it just it. means you love people and you want people to have, be happy. Well, my I mean, thing, it's it's not like. And, and, and being conservative doesn't mean you don't love people. It's just, you know, conservative values have been a lot of like, hey, keep it in my house. I don't want to fucking see it. I don't want to hear right. about it. You don't have to defend it, but I do. I'm interested well, I just saw why a you bunch turned of, on us. Well, the, my, th- <laughs> <laughs> my we're thing. We're killing this fucking. My, we're going we're gonna to get you drunk for this sexy liberal tour. My thing was like, and, this, and no, I'm saying it's shitty that I felt this way. I shouldn't have felt this way. Like I was in the church and then I, some of these ideas these people had, I started realizing I, I think they're stupid. And then I found out their politics, and I go, well, if they're stupid, whatever the opposite that they believe is what I'll believe. And it was turns out they were all conservative, right-wing. And I was like, well, if they're if, – I don't think – I think they're dumb, so if they think this way, the opposite must be true. So, And yeah. then on that I note – I did that. On that note, man, something else I had to come to terms with as I, like, got older growing up where – and how I did and shit was, like, outside of just religion, I'll admit, like, I always thought – like conservative, the super conservatives that never made sense to me. Yeah. But I always explained it, but I was always just one of those. It's like, well, you know, there's a lot of dumb people out there, and those are just the dumb people. Yeah. That's just what the dumb people think and who they vote for, and so that explains it. There you go, and that's how I rationalize it in my mind. But then I got like older and moved to like a city, Knoxville, small city, but still like a southern city, and I worked like in an office with all these like middle aged people with money who'd always had money, but when and like these people were fucking smart. Actually I worked I worked in Oak Ridge, Tennessee where there's a big like there's a nuclear facility and a big national laboratory and like there's more PhDs per capita in Oak Ridge than anywhere else in the country. There's yeah. a lot of really smart people there. It's 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 weird. It's a weird place. Because uh-huh. it's also very redneck. But so like I met fucking some undeniably super fucking intelligent people that are hardcore right-wing conservatives and that shit was really weird to me at first yeah. and now i tell other liberals that i'm like you know they're not just dumb man like you know a lot of dumb people are with there's a lot of dumb liberals too but like some of those motherfuckers are smart like they know exactly not, what you know they're very aware and there's i think greedy uh, liberal there's greedy liberals there's greedy conservatives right there's dumb liberals there's dumb conservatives right across the board it's like it's like uh you know uh, the one thing i'll I, i'll just say to you and, and i i think is that you guys don't ever get caught up in the fucking don't why am i giving any advice i don't fucking know don't ever get caught up in like in like playing to we were talking about this earlier about playing to your your fans is fun as fuck. Oh, right, right, right. Really yeah, it fun. Is. It makes it so much easier. Without a doubt. Yeah, you, it don't even feel like work. You don't get better. You really don't right. get better, and you don't translate your message. Like, your message gets lost yep. into this, like, I did I did the road. I did this story that I told Fitzsimmons on the podcast. Sold out show. Did the story. Fucking murdered. And I was like, that. That's in the hour. Can't believe that was so easy. Right. Then I go to the store. I do that, and it's fucking crickets. Right. And I went, See, I went, oh, fuck. I need to do the hard work. That scares We're- me, especially because, you know, he's building his – I'm pointing at Trey. Trey's building this, and, and, and I'm building it with him. We're trying to create, you know, what we've been trying to create. But then I have to crawl out from underneath this when I go back to New York or whatever, and I'm like – there's a t- there's times where I get worried where I'm like, I'm going to go on stage in New York, and I'm going to be used to these folks – who are there to adore us. Yeah. And then I'm going to eat shit because that first two minutes, you know the first two minutes when you're on stage, and maybe because you are known every time you get on stage now, but I'm still anonymous a lot of times, a lot of shows. That first two minutes, 
maybe even the first 30 seconds. That's like, that's it. That's all that matters. Yeah. That disappears a little bit on this tour. Of course completely. it does. And so I'm worried that... Don't let that be your norm, though. Dude, I walk exactly. Out, that's my point. Norm. That's I walk my out point. there cold, and it's just like, woo! And it's not even him. It's me. It's just like, eh, what? Don't, and I'm like, yeah, yeah don't get used to that And that's what I'm worried shit. about. The thing is, you'll never, you'll never get to the next level of your, of your, of your stand-up of where right. you're really great. Because, look, I mean, the truth is, with all of you... Um, uh, Trump's going to le- get elected, and you're going to be put in, <laughs> in internment camps. And then, <laughs> but the truth is, the truth is, is that in five years, you you'll want to talk about something else, right? And if and if you have a fan oh, God, base absolutely. that is strictly like, no, because some people will not change. They're like, fuck that, man. Talk about the fucking conservatives. Yeah. Talk right. about like, right. and you're like, hey, man, I kind of want to like. For me, it was partying. I, the all I wanted one wanted to hear was partying. You got to like, grow. And I was like, yeah. Right. Well I'm, well, I'm still having a hard time with that. I can't get past that goddamn story. I'm sorry. And no, 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 no. I'm no, sorry that a story you told like was so like fucking even... good that it shaped the rest of your life and people adore you for it. I'm kidding. Of course, that would be <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, totally right. If, you, if I said that to anyone, I'll give you one story that goes fucking viral and everyone knows you as it. You sell tickets and all of a sudden you have a career and you want they want to do sitcoms and our specials are based on this one story. Everyone would take that. You know why that is, though? Like, this is what I was thinking when I was listening to that story. The reason everyone, as a stand-up, of course, I've been analyzing, why does this work so well? Everyone wants to be with you and be you oh, in yeah. that story. Everyone in that story. Well, you guys have been here. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? It's it's great. Great. It great. It's a good time. You're great, but you're, you're certainly exactly not the what guy I thought in that you'd story. Be like. yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Everybody yeah. wants that moment where somehow everything works out. Well, yeah. man, look, and it's a different kind of thing, but I definitely... I definitely can relate to that. Everybody wants me to be the dude with no shirt on on the porch fucking screaming the whole time, you know, and screaming shit that they agree with. And, like, that, again, yeah, I'm not bitching about it either because, like I said, we're still in the hunt. Like, we're just happy to fucking be here. Don't get me wrong. It's great. Yeah. But, like, you're talking about people not not changing and some of them. One thing I noticed, I had all these – fans early on the you know super liberals that are super into it and then in one of the videos i made i kind of i did and it was so soft it was so fucking it was so soft, soft but i kind of shit on bernie a little bit no Just his supporters his supporters his supporters yeah, not even bernie right not even him but like his supporters and again man it was so fucking so soft the way I came after him. And yeah. I mean, dude, people were sending me messages. Well, I hope you I hope you're glad. I hope you're happy. I just canceled my book order and uh fucking unsubscribed and all this shit. Like uh. literally the minute I said one thing they didn't completely agree with, they were like, Well, fuck that guy. And but but don't get me wrong though, I'm not no. gonna I'm not going to just get locked into doing what I should always you know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Dude, that's, and that's, they're either gonna look, be there or they're not, and maybe other people will show up and those people whatever. My only two senses I'm not gonna do that. You guys are all contrarians in the fact of where we're from, where where you're from, where we're all from, and the way you're approaching right. this business, the way you're approaching Getting your message out, just don't forget it. That's all. Just, right. Well, just always remember that and go. That was fun. That was fun to be against the grain. Because sometimes when you go with the grain, it's so easy. It feels so good. It's like fucking. Right. It's yeah, like it's it like does. it's like fucking a hot chick that I wants to fuck you. Did you forget how much fun it was to pick up the hot chick? Right. Like I that's. Think, I think there's something wrong with me. I never enjoy it. Since I sincerely wish that I could get the joy that I see. I I get it. I'm not saying that I'm better than people who don't get. That's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. When it happens, I immediately, I think it's because I had some, you know, like many comics, some part of me hates myself. I immediately oh. go, oh, you're a fucking sellout. Like immediately. As soon as I'm like, oh, they we're like you, well, you definitely that. sold out. We're all saying that. Bill Burr and I were talking yesterday, uh, and he was saying, I was saying, I, how come 
we can't leverage your celebrity to get us on the field for the national championship game. Yeah. And he was going, right. I'm not that guy. I can't do that. I'll never be able to do that because I'm not that guy. You can do that. You leverage yours because you are that guy. Like, people want to see you on the sideline. Oh, fuck, it's Bert. But he goes, if they see me, they go, ah, that's not who Bill is. And I went going, who gives a fuck? I'm not getting us on the fucking field. You can. Like, me and Segura are like, Bill, fucking get with the program. But it's, it, it is, it is. <laughs> I can't it's imagine we... ever telling Bill Burry's doing something wrong. That's such a, sorry, my head's all fucked up. No, Keep no, going. I, he was in rare Choo. fucking form yesterday, man. Like, I wish. I can't wait to listen to that shit. It's going to be, uh, he was in also, rare what fucking form. You're going to love this. You really, like, uh, By the way, they were in here yesterday. You. Like, yeah, you went from them to this. It still smells like them. It, with them, it smells like whiskey and cigar. This smells like moonshine and vape pens. Yeah. yeah and, that... and, 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 and Koto. Koto? Kratom vape pens and moonshine. Uh, yeah. You guys brought the redneck into this fucking room. <laughs> you brought the hillbilly. That was my wife's thing. You can call her a redneck all you want, but you can't call her a fucking redneck. I'm all the way around. Until, way around. until yeah. he yeah. made me realize it was the same thing and it was outsiders trying to separate and it's all the same shit. I used to be like, I'm not a fucking redneck. I'm a goddamn hillbilly. My Who, wife's where, not. Where's she, where's she from? I want to go hug your wife. Town of 1,200 people. Called, in where? Uh, he doesn't remember. What state? Hilarious. In Georgia. Okay. Oh, shit, it's I'm called Bowden, Georgia. Yeah, Bowden. We used to play. They were in our region. <laughs> Gordon yeah, Lee played them in football. Yeah, they have from. a place called Bilbo's Barbecue <laughs> in Bowden. I've been there. Yes, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah, we have a, we have a house in... Uh, in uh, in Wadawee, Alabama. Yes, I know where and, that is too. Yeah, yeah and and uh, and sh- when you go there, when we got married, this is how redneck her hometown was. When we got married on our marriage certificate, and I'm not. This is gonna sound like a bit. It's not a bit. This is real. I've never told this on stage. I've told her on stage, but I've never told her in the special or anything. Right, right. First question on our marriage certificate: uh, name. Second question: occupation. Third question: Are you blood relatives? Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I went. And I said to the lady who went to high school with my wife, I said, "What do we put for number three? She looks at it. She goes, "Well, is you?" Yeah. I go, "I don't think we is." She goes, "Well, then put down that you ain't." I go, "I'm not going to write I ain't because that might mean that we is." <laughs> but it but it was a a, a swear to God, uh, are you blood relatives? Yeah. Well, where where your wife is from, that's basically where we're all yard? from. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the, we did. Yard flamingos. I, I, know, I know now that you said yeah, my yard looks now. just... I saw Although that. Florida, that's a thing. Yard I flamingos. Saw, that's my wife. My wife went... My wife's literally... We're, we're put, putting a ton of money in this fucking house. And then she's... I said, I want to put it, do a dipping pool in the backyard. It'll be nice. Right by the fucking Queen Palm. It'll be beautiful. My wife goes, I don't know why we ain't just got a... Above ground pools are just as good. That's right. Same Dude, thing. I'm not shitting you. I saw your yard and I had the thought. I was like, well, that's a fairly redneck yard. So this, yeah. this probably be our really redneck. redneck. My wife's. It my does wife. look like Florida redneck, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, the, the flamingos. The, the flamingos, maybe. yeah. My, that's my a, wife. Man, I my wife pee. is like lowbrow, like, I like, like trailer park. Well, I, and again, that where she's from, Those that's where we're all from. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, it's so, the same. Like, so our I get wives, it. red as hell. My girlfriend. Also, Red Red, she hell. just sent me this, by the way. She's a teacher, and one of her students was trying to draw the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Looks like a dick. It's just a dick. Ah, I mean, it's ah. even pink. Like, it's just a dick. My wife, we've, we've lived in a few cities, like, chasing all these whatever dreams she acts yeah. or whatever. She has shoved or literally thrown 
multiple gigantic men across the bar because these men, they do things like grab her ass, whatever, yeah. and they've just never dealt with a woman who responds with violence. That's my wife. My wife's, my wife's, Ugh, I had to teach love my that wife shit. how to fight because she, I was like, listen, it does not need to get physical. You can just talk to me and we can, and I, and I go, I'm very self-correcting. Tell me what I did wrong. What made you feel like shit? I don't ever want you to feel like shit. And then I'll tell you. And she, and, but my wife still to this day will shut down to fight. And it's, she's like, well, at least I'm not hitting you. Like, that's the way right. she grew up. Yeah. Right. Um, what time you guys need to get out of here, probably? Well, we don't have to leave, leave till one. Now I just had to go. What time is it? It's oh. only 1220. I think then she, let's, let's push this because right, right now we're in a really good spot. We got, and, 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 I, and I'm being serious when I say this the longer my podcasts are, the more listeners listen to it, okay. and okay. especially if we're drinking, and so and I'm, I feel like we're in a good vibe. And we don't, we'll, we'll we'll get you out of here before okay. then. Oh, I'm fine well with it, buddy. Then, Keep going. But, but, but I, I mean, like, yeah, we got to be in the car, so like a little bit before then. Of course, but, of course. Trey or Corey, tell some story piss. I've heard a million times while I go pee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my, you, what you're talking about? My wife, she's kind of like she's very red, but she's not like physically. Violent yeah. or whatever it all, but like, but my little fuck, my little sister though. Like I tell oh people all the time, God. anytime domestic violence ever comes up, I always tell was like, look, if you know my sister, if I never hit her, I'll never hit a fucking woman because my sister, dude, she come after me with fucking broomsticks. She messaged me yesterday. Fucking She's try, still like, she uh, like you know, she would try to fight. She will fucking fight. Really, we got like, the physically fight you. If you fucking piss her off enough, and I did, and so yeah, that's a very redneck woman type thing. Those they Twitter, go, they just go to the, they're fucking they're rowdy. Those Twitter <laughs> death threats that he was talking about getting, yeah. I don't know if she sent them to him or whatever, but she, his sister, Trey's sister, messaged me going off. I can't believe them motherfuckers said that about you, and Trey. Oh my god, I will absolutely beat the fuck. And then I'm just this is how it sounds to me when she messages. Now, hang it. on, hang on one second. Are you guys you guys aren't doing a podcast while you're out on the road, are you? No, we, you mean our own? Yeah, no. you should. I know. People, we, yeah, we've no, but, but stop with. We, we need know. to get one of these. But it, it, honestly, man, it's it, really cheap, man. You know okay. what it feels I will, like? I'll get one tomorrow. You know what it feels like, though? I like it feels mm. like. Ev- I don't know. Like Tell everybody's got like. them already. It's you know a, what every, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's a thing. We all, yeah, we all do. And so it just feels like such yeah. a like. Yeah, yeah. We all do. And we all do. And we can do it driving around when we have this. But but the thing is, you're doing it different than I'm doing it. You're doing it. You're. It's. It is a, a a way. I think anyone listening to this goes. You know what, man? I dig Bert. I dig his stand up. He's not the only guy I dig. I dig a lot of guys. I, I dig Joey. I dig Ari. I dig Duncan. I dig Tom and Push. I dig Joe. I dig Mark Marin. I dig Todd Glass. I dig them all. I, I, I found that out. I dig Ralph Garman. I dig the Nerdist. But this right. is part of the. This is part of the thing. You know what you guys have? Do you listen to Doug Stanhope's podcast? It's I, the, ha- it's I have. I have the best no. podcast out there. And the reason is, same guys on it every single time, and they just bullshit. Same guys. Chad Shank, Greg Chaley, so it's like a Doug radio Stanhope. Show. It's a radio show. Yeah. And it, I'm telling you when I say this, if, I, if you leave with one piece of advice that I've given you drunk, the one advice you should leave with, get yourself an H6, get three microphones, or, or start off with just the H6. They have a, a, a surround sound microphone. Mm-hmm. You can plug it in. Plug it into the car, plug it into the hotel room, and just bullshit. At the end of your night, just bullshit about the show, bullshit about life, bullshit about what's in the news. Find yourself some buckets. My buddy John Moore is a redneck from Tennessee, and he's all about buckets. Find yourself some buckets. Things that you like to go to where you guys can all riff. Right. Yeah. You know, like uh, like Sports, what's going on in politics. Fucking, yeah. This, that, and and do it. And, and just start real slow. You'll get 5,000 listeners, 
go to 10,000 listeners, you'll see it grow. 25,000 listeners, and you'll be like, wow. And then when once you get 25,000 listeners, you'll be like, oh, fuck, we're moving. And then all of a sudden, you'll get to like quarter of a million listeners, and you're like, I'm talking to people. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I'm talk- I have a responsibility. I remember you can see the shift in Joe when Joe got to like legit listeners. Oh, yeah. Where he started being like, we got to realize what we're saying. We're talking to people. Dude, you know? I, right. I've, just from the damn videos, I, I, I became like conscientious of that real it's like it's so weird to me to know that to know that fucking people are gonna see this what i'm about to say about this certain subject or whatever you said before expect it the first time you said that to me because trey's not a dramatic guy he's not a dramatic guy the first time he said to me i feel like people expect me to talk about this this is not a dramatic person sitting to my left i went oh shit he's right wow well it's like dude one of the things i got from the i did this uh, video this weekly series which is going to continue but like sort of intermittently with the new york daily news which like their editor-in-chief just fucking tweeted at me and that's how that started they gonna roll yeah. us in and like uh but <laughs> and when that shit then that shooting in orlando happened that was one of those things where it was like uh, de- people definitely because a big part of like my fan base and our fan base and shit is the lgbt community because of the nature of the first video and they come out to the shows and all this stuff and what like, was the first video it was about the transgender bathroom deal yeah and uh and my, I, I, so i've I seen it my felt... only take on that was uh i've shit in a lot of female bathrooms on right. accident yeah yeah exactly that was, that was my have. only take I, like I, I i walked into the atlanta airport drunk off a flight from ireland and took a shit in the female bathroom and then was like oh fuck i'm in the wrong and <laughs> women yeah bathroom. but in women in gas stations at least in the south like women if there's if somebody's in the women's and the men's up and they're like well, i got a shit i don't give a fuck like that's been going on forever Trey, finish your point because then I want to talk about something that's important. Well, I was just saying it's very like what you were saying about when you get to that the number of listeners and like and the change in Joe and all that shit. It was very weird for me the first time when I realized like, oh shit, I know people are gonna a lot of people are gonna see this, and then also that that thing in the back when some certain thing would happen, and I felt like people were expecting me to fucking to have some take on it or whatever. Now, don't some of that I've just I've just not done. I don't feel like I don't feel beholden to all that shit necessarily yeah. but it's still in there like it's shit that i think about now which is still weird to me because i never you know it's, never it's, had that for what, six years doing comedy the, for six years never had that and now i do it's what's and it making, is weird it's what's making these um uh, uh these late night talk shows hosts famous is what you're doing is this monologue it's 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 you know it bums me out that dennis miller isn't doing it that he's not doing rants anymore right. Dennis miller's rants were so fucking good I don't know if you guys remember it. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My dad insane. used to watch the hell out of it. And he, yeah. his, the words he would use, he would use some shit that I'd be like, is that real? And, and, like, look and it you up. know what? what He's super needed right now. As, can I just say that as a liberal who lives yeah. in New York among liberals? I mean, you get too many of us together. We're fucking insufferable. Yeah, we, we need we a need good Dennis conservative. Miller to get back on his sharp game. You know what I Dennis mean? Dennis Miller was a gangster. Right. Yeah. Like a legit. And like, Dude, I got to do a radio interview with him one time. <laughs> I was on the phone. I was going to an airport. And he goes, Sock, Chrysler. Like the same way he'd like, Chrysler. <laughs> you're doing Chrysler's Spade doing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. He's like, yeah. Chrysler, you got involved with the Russian mafia? Can yeah. I hear that? And I go, it's a long story, David. Uh, uh, David, it's a long story, Dennis. <laughs> and he goes, tighten it up for radio for me. And I went, okay. And I've never done that ever. And I was like, uh. And I literally sizzled it down. And he's going, the guy's drinking vodka. Like it was so great. <laughs> One of my highlights of my career, and I saw him uh, recently after that, and I wanted to go up and go, I'm Kreischer, 
Uh, but I was like, I don't want to fucking, I don't right. want to lose my hero, you know? Right. Dennis Miller's greatest. Uh, how about this? And I'll, I'll just put this out there. Keep cognizant of both sides of the fence. Because I really think the turn in this will be when some conservative unwittingly retweets all your videos and says, this guy is speaking the truth as opposed to from an agenda. Like that's the fucking turn. Is when because, man, you're not you're not you're not not saying stuff we all agree with. We just don't know it. Like people don't know it. People don't know about fucking the important shit that you're talking about. They just don't, and they don't want to hear it. They don't click on those videos. I don't click on videos that have uh, that has um, it has like a, a black bar, a black bar underneath it, and then words up here, words down there they, on Facebook. Uh, they people uh, people that make those have taken my videos. Yeah, put their you know what I'm own, talking about right. Put yeah. their own shit in those black bars yeah. and then rehosted my own and it videos. Was weird. Like, and I don't click on them. That's so I, go, I, go, I know what that is. You know the problem with the the problem with the internet right now is that is that like. Uh, I can't get a. F- I really can't get a fair and unbalanced opinion on right, that. Right, right. Like, well, they don't exist. Get- That's not what an opinion is. Yeah, it's That's like, what yeah. facts are. I, There's no such thing as a fair and unbalanced opinion. That's like, why it doesn't exist. I want. I want somewhere that goes. We are a safe place. These are the facts. <laughs> I want a safe place. I could, I could <laughs> the guy who was shitting on PC commercial. Like, no, you weren't shitting. No, he was defending it. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, he was defending. Safe place is like a big like. Yeah, I want to click. I want to click on a video that says. Black Lives Matters, shootings in America. Stati- I want Malcolm Gladwell to do a video and Nailed go. It. Here's the deal: uh, it's actually gotten safer, or it's gotten worse. I want to know the facts. It's gotten worse. We're documenting it because it's gotten worse. One of the more interesting things: there was a guy who did a study. He's a he's a Harvard uh, he's a Harvard guy. He's a soci- so- uh, 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 social scientist, and he did a study, and he said he was shocked by the results. He happened to be black, uh, and he said it turns out. That according to my study, and it could be wrong, I need to do some more research, that black people aren't killed more frequently by police than white people. But there are some – There are some. now listen, if anyone's listening right now, I'm not arguing for that. Don't crucify me or do it. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, you can't give a fuck. Yeah, it's, and it's fact. And trust me, no one's crucifying you. Well, but he says there's reasons why that we can talk about, but the violence – the the, uh, the instances of violence against black people versus white alleged criminals, it's ridiculously higher. Not necessarily ending in death, but just like the suspect got beat up. The suspect had to go to the hospital. Yeah. It's ridiculously higher with black people. And that's so fucking – who can argue with that? <laughs> and I remember this guy from my law school class who's a prosecutor now re- reposted it and said, I got to be honest. I have a lot to think about. And as a liberal public defender, ex-public defender, who's wearing right now as we speak a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, I went, fuck, I do too. We uh, both. This is my wife. We both have a lot to think about. She can give two shits. Yeah. The same. She, she, she don't give, give a shit about shits. you. <laughs> oh, she's pissed that I moved the chair because of criminals. <laughs> Come inside for a sec. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to tell her. She doesn't hey, want to meet you're us. From, you're from Bowden? Yeah. I, I went to Gordon Lee. No I swear to God. We played you on football and I've eaten at Bilbo's. I brought it up. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. We play Gordon Lee. I mean, I'm young. I love oh my it's god! Just, it was just region. Awesome. It was just yeah. region six A. God, your accent is great. Sweet, gu- sweet Guns here. and Roses T-shirt. We're we're that's the liberal redneck over there. Hello. I have... Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You've been you've been corresponding with these emails. You know what these guys do, right? Sort of. Liberal yeah. rednecks, right? Which is you. 
Yeah. Leanne Jones in court. Rose's t-shirt right now. A Hillary supporter. Yeah. I'll be voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, I can't do Trump. Sorry. No, we can't. I can't vote for crazy. No, yeah. no. I mean, she may not be completely above board, but she. I don't she's think better she's better than crazy. the fucking alternative. Yeah, yeah. I we, completely we, agree. She's not going to imprison Muslims just because they're brown. Exactly. Although she might bomb a lot of them just because she sent a drum. You know what? Because they're brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we were we were talking we were talking about the dinner the difference between dinner and supper. Yeah. I know I say supper all the time, and and well, not all the time, but a lot of times I slip up and say supper. Right. And everybody's I'll like, "Slip up, fuck what? that!" You do what it, was dinner? What, what where you grew up? What was dinner? Was it even a word? Or yeah, lunch. You, lunch. Thank exactly. You. Yeah, exactly. That was so that's word them. Lunch. This is yeah. weird. I thought, and this is from movies. No one said it, but I heard it on movies, and then it would be a dude in a suit giving a speech. I thought dinner was like a formal supper. Ah. Oh. Because I'm an idiot. Uh, no, we always said breakfast, dinner, dinner supper. supper. Breakfast, dinner, yeah, supper. That's no, lunch. Growing up Let's real too. quick go around the room and, and name our grandparents. Leanne, I'll start with you. All like of their them? actual names? No, no, no. Say, the, say what you call them. All oh, four? You, m- have, you have four yeah. other names. Mama and Papa. Yeah. And Granny and Pop. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mama and Pa. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, Mama Cat. <laughs> and Papa Burris. I, oh, I had uh, Granny and Papa on my mom's side, <laughs> and Poppy, Poppy and Nanny on my dad's side. What are you shitting me? No, I swear. This is so crazy. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna do it or is it my turn? No, your turn. Let's see. So we have Mamma Dean Dean, whose name, <laughs> name was Cheryl Dean, Dean, but you know, Mamma Dean Dean. It was words. Granny Bane. Yeah. Uh, so we have Mamma Dean Dean, Papa Clem Clemen, and then on the other side we have Mamma Flo, and then Papa Arell left Mamma Flo when she got Alzheimer's, so I usually called him Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I had are those grandma. your chickens? Uh-huh. When I, I went to pee oh. in your yard a minute ago, and uh, I feel like since you've, hey, hey. <laughs> since, since you've come in, I feel like my accent got stronger just by you walking in the I door. I know mine did. Probably, yeah. yeah I we, saw those yeah. chickens. It's pretty strong. I mean, I didn't hear you before I came in here, but it's pretty strong. Yeah, I saw the accent gets really heightened if she drinks or if black people are around. I cannot do the joke, but that Zach Galifianakis joke, uh, it's, no, I won't do it. It's so, so fucking funny. You guys, if you're Leanne, listening, just go look it up. By the way, Leanne, I, I took Leanne. This is a long, a long time. Joke. I apologize for holding you in here. I took Leanne a long time ago. The, sh- the, the show was me, Jimmy Schubert, Zach Galifianakis, Daniel Tosh, and, and me. I think I went last. Jesus. Based on people who don't know, Galifianakis is from North Carolina. He's from North Carolina. Uh, Leanne, the only joke she laughed at were those two jokes. And then at the very, she didn't laugh at Tosh once. She literally was like, I don't find it funny. But Tosh also, in defense, was doing my act, but as like a, a like a special needs kid, he was like, "My name's Bert." Like it was fucking bad. But uh, Zach like as a joke, joke, he was doing that. Yeah, but That's Zach, and she loved Jimmy Schubert. To this yeah. day, her favorite comic was Jimmy Schubert. He's amazing. But Dan, uh, Zach Galifianakis told a shoot, uh, told a joke that Leanne loves. Is uh, it the you, know joke? you know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and dry off with a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and Leanne fell apart laughing. That is it, was, it was an interesting night. Um, but yeah, uh, I called my grandmother um, Grandma. Um, both my grandfathers died like they should uh, before well, I ever met them. Too, yeah. yeah, way before I ever met them. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, my, my, granny, my granny Bane died in July. Yeah, that was, was your. Wasn't that your great? No, she. Yeah, well, she was, she was my great granny. But what happened was, is my actual grandmother, my mom's biological mother. I'll say I don't give a fuck. Was a piece of shit and gave up my mom. And my great granny adopted her. So like, and I didn't hear about this. Until I got a little bit older, but like, she's uh, biologically my great grandmother. But on legal terms, my your family my granny, really is ahead of a curve. It's like you guys yeah. were a generation before the yeah. pillheads. Yeah, being yeah, yeah. Pillheads. Yeah. So she's my, my, my she's my mom's my legal mom. Biological grandmother, but I always just called her Granny Bane because she was just Granny Bane. So, like, to me, all my my grandma was just fucking way older than everybody's grandma. And then one day, I was like, "Oh, that's because Nanny Trish." I get it. She was a piece of shit. Now it was Nanny Trish and Granny Bane, and Granny Bane was the the good one uh, who just no. Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. My, my parents are raising my brother's kids because he's in prison, and pills yeah. is the reason. And that's like a big thing. In the <laughs> pills right was now. also. Hold yeah. on, let's get lighthearted. We've been dark enough. The yeah. fucking we're talking about mammals. Them chickens reminded me. My mamma used to. Not make me, but like she asked me and I would do it. Do you guys remember 4-H? Did you have that in Florida? Oh, yeah. You yes. had it. 4-H is like this group that tries to like promote farming and the agriculture or whatever of the United States. They had all these competitions, baking competitions, farming competitions. You could get chickens for a really, really cheap price. And then you raised them as a kid. That was the plan. And then it taught you to be a farmer. And that's so they would – the government would supplement how much the chickens cost. My mamma, Dean Dean, would have me get them at a cheap price. She would fucking raise them. And then I'd have to bring them back to school. And, of course, they're doing better than all the little kids' chickens. These little kids are trying to raise chickens and they're eight. And my mamma has been a farmer literally her whole fucking life. And I'd get a first-place ribbon and I'd just be like, God damn it. Like yeah, well, this, this fucking poor kid over here deserved the second place kid worked his or her ass off. My mama did my book report. I got so those chickens. Out I got those chickens, yeah. and they got eaten literally the first night by coyotes. <laughs> yeah. So, Leanne, this, so these was, chickens have brought out a part of Leanne that is brought out. Is that, uh, am I, she's am I brought it out in you, buddy. Here, the mic. Uh, I it really has, uh, like. She raised them so that, like, I mean, Leanne's like redneck. Like I say yeah. that like all the time. Well, like, yeah. clearly they are as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh yeah, redneck. yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Like Leanne, we have a bull mastiff, and Leanne was like, "Ain't no dog t- having domain over me." Do I say <laughs> "ain't no" in this room? Hell no. yeah. And, and so I'm surprised ain't you no didn't. Knows, but hold on, the second part of that sentence is way more redneck to me. Oh yeah, for sure. You refuse to have no fucking goddamn dog, dog. No. fucking uh, domain no, over you. You're goddamn right. right. In the politically correct terms of raising dogs, uh, she loves animals, but she's like, you "Ain't no motherfucker." No. And then she she would hold Priscilla <laughs> no, on her I'm back. I'm the alpha. Yeah, yeah right. You got to flip her on her back at any time and then attack her, bite yeah. her on the neck, and go. <laughs> and then this dog. Who was a puppy at the time would submit. And you Leanne did would that, go, and Liam would go. I did. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, she was. I mean, biting a fucking puppy. In my, in my defense, at the point <laughs> that this happened, yourself. she was about sixty-five pounds, and I was right. like, "This dog's going to be actually way more than me. So if I don't, if I don't break her now, then then she will own this house. That's why my mom used so. to beat me when I was eight. That does check, yeah. does check and, out. And let me tell you you something. I won't do. It. Oh That's god! Right. Let me tell you something. That dog, that dog, I, I purchased the dog. I paid for the dog. I paid for all the knee surgeries. That is a Leanne's dog. That's my dog. That dog, yeah. that dog would die for Leanne. Yeah. And 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 she's got a cat. But with that big dog, she took that redneck mentality and was like, "I'm, I'm gonna have domain over this dog." And she'd flip her on her back. Until she submitted. It was awful. That last fight that she and I had, I, like, ripped my toenail off. <laughs> I was yeah. bloody. I, I, like, yeah. I, had her, I bit her by the neck and just growled at her and laid my whole physical to body it. on her. Yeah. And my friend who is from 
London was over, yeah. Claire. And Vegetarian. I, I, she was Yoga backed teacher. in the doorway like this going, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Did you rob that thing? That I was like, uh, I, got a, I had to do it. I had to do it. Sorry you were here. Dog would rear up. Do Dog would rear up and be like, this is my house. You just can't let that happen. You just well, can't. I and you know what, what, man? That's like a different, that is a different grooming. Is like now I look at like these, some people who adopt pit bulls, like, uh, some people adopt pit bulls and then they like, they're like, oh, it's just a dog. It's an animal. Let it run free. No, it's like, you can't let an animal have domain over your house. You have to have domain over that animal. We grew up, I don't know if you, but I grew up when people beat dogs. Fuck yeah. Like, well, beat so dogs. did I. Yeah. And like, and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killed him. My, dad, dog, my our, dad would kill a stray dog in our neighborhood if nobody knew who it was, dude. and he thought it was either mangy or at all aggressive. He would kill it. Yeah. And I'm not. I know there's animal advocates out, but yeah. they, it's. Not, I get it, but it's just the way it is. Just the way it was. A and B. Out there's the fucking south, kids the around. On oh, the there's south, there's fucking I, kids around. It's not a neighborhood. Dude, there's no one to call. Dude, they you can't would, call the watch. neighborhood watch and be like, "Come get this dog, and we'll take care yeah. of it the humane way." It was you. We yeah. out there. There were five houses on our road, and then the next closest house was six miles away. So it was That's fucking us. Leanne grew up on a road where Shame. she. The name of the, her road was the fuck that like that was the dude's name. Yeah, it was the church's name on my road. But yes, yeah, my road is Dot Road. I mean, that's pretty bad. Dot that's a person's road. name. No idea. But but the neighborhood is called Bug Scuffle. <laughs> I grew bug up Scuffle. That's great. There's, I know there's a Bug Tussle, Tennessee, near where I'm from. <laughs> Outside up, of my hometown, there's Bug Tussle. Wait, Bug Scuffle. That's hilarious. I think bug Tussle bug and Bug Scuffle should like get together and yeah. have some sort we of. We got fair. a road called Hootie Hoo Drive, and uh, <laughs> Hootie Hoo Drive and Hog Jail Road are like they intersect. Well, like where I, 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 I have Hog, hog Jail and Hootie Hoo. We have Hog Liver Road. Yeah, and Hootie Hoo's kind of like a skew. Oh, like we skew. Uh, yeah, well, I fucking. See, I remember the first time we went, yeah. The first time we went out to with Dowie, she was like, "It's a dry county. You can't be bringing no booze out here." I don't talk like that, by the way. Uh, okay. Well, right now that's Leanne speaking. Right now no that's Leanne booze. speaking. I was doing an impression of her. But I typically, now that I'm a liberal redneck, do have proper grammar. Right. You, uh, yeah. Your 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 impersonation of her is terrible. Leanne gets her hair up on her neck when she hangs out with. Members of her family, not her whole family, but members of her family who aren't like, aren't like just accepting. <laughs> like the easiest thing, just be like, yeah, you know, if you're gay, we get it. Oh, well, you're out there you in LA that now. Back, that goes you back know, to what you, you were just saying a minute ago, right before she walked in. You were saying like, don't be afraid to just be you. Don't think that you have to like. Yeah. I don't think I think Trey agrees. And I know Corey does because we've talked about it before. I'm, we're not asking anybody to vote for anybody. No. Like the whole thing that my whole existence prior to comedy and being comedy and doing it this way was like. Hey, if you don't want to vote for Hillary, don't vote for Hillary. But stop with this whole gay people can't get married because that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, objectively bullshit. Leanne was raised in a gay uh, community of Atlanta. So she only knew gay men. And so, like, I mean, I mean, when I met Leanne, she was like, I'm, Leanne's one of the most liberal people I've ever fucking met in my life. She literally one morning woke up and just went, go, went, I'm going to start listening to NPR so I can get smarter. Who the fuck does that? I was like, uh, it's not on Sports Center or in my daydreams. That's all I, I, I just, I daydream. I daydream all day long. I talk to myself. But like, just fucking, like you're, she's got that Oprah gene, you know, where you can grow up in a place and go, I can get out of here. Fuck that. That was Leanne, I think. I don't know. I think you're right. Uh, you know, the thing that, that, that is really hard about being Southern 
and really great is that it's the, everybody yeah, we'll there it. is so rich in humor. You know, it's yeah. a very oh, different yeah. type of humor Rednecks than are anywhere else on the planet. People are natural writers mm-hmm. in their brain. And I love that part of the South. A lot of great stories come out of the South. And a lot of people here try to replicate them. And you can't do it. They try to write the South here. And yeah, and that's why we're having to do what we do, because they write it very shitty. Terribly. Unless you grew up, you'd really... Yeah. There are a lot of very simple subtleties that when you watch something, you know that person who wrote that grew up in the South. Yeah, you can tell. Oh, absolutely. Like immediately. But what's so frustrating is then you go home and you go, how are you this colorful and creative and amazing and so closed? That's the the whole thing with the South is pride versus shame. That's the whole thing. And it's like being super proud of being from there, but being ashamed of all the fucking, all that hateful shit that's down there too. The thing you said that she says all the time uh, in, in the, um, no, 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 no. Uh, in, it was in the Kratom video uh, when you talked about someone getting addicted to pills. Oh, bless her heart. Probably, yeah. Leanne says that all the time. It's like a, a, a southern saying of like, oh, bless his heart. Like, it's just a way of like dismissing. Putting it off. Can yeah, and you, being like, fuck yeah. the problem. Can saying, you like ride our press kit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you just said. Briefly and eloquently summed up literally our whole thing. Yeah, Bart, I got to oh, tell you, I wish nice. you'd been in here the whole time. It's celebrating and it's 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 the whole. <laughs> Can you believe she fucks me? It's the, it's the no, whole celebrating. She reminds me of my girlfriend. Yeah, it's the Who whole celebrating, but also. Redneck. The oh, they have this like real Elvis look in their face. Like, <laughs> 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 it's the best. Me and Segura have talked about it. Oh, 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 oh shit! It's just like breaking a bull mastiff. In <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever just fucking fire dominance. next? She's like, ah, I'm not going to let this motherfucker. My feet and hands will go up and I go. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's what you said so perfectly. It's celebrating what you were celebrating and then also, you know, calling out. Acknowledging what, the bullshit. Right. Well, dude, and we've said it before and we put it in stuff that we've done, but it's like, this is work. Cormac McCarthy's from. This is where William Faulkner's from. This Twain, is where baby. Oprah's from. This is where Twain's from. This is where Andre 3000 is from. Andre 3000? Yes, yeah. he's fucking he's southern. He's from Atlanta. Why are you laughing? We don't get him. <laughs> Big Boy yeah. is also from there. Exactly. He raises pit bulls. Michael Vick's from there. Like, there's a lot of right. people also. That's what we're saying. That's what that's, we're saying. That's, that's the, the whole thing. Andre 3000. But those are ours. And, Mar- those and Martin are, Luther those King. Those are ours, but yeah, Pat Robertson is too, yeah. right? Well, the thing about it, I... I am 46. And y'all got so fucking I'm, Charles I'm clearly Manson out here, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but when, when I was a kid, my dad <laughs> was so much more liberal than he is now. Interesting. And, and I don't think it's his age. I think it's the culture has Around changed. Around liberalism is uh, shitty and he is uh, put off by it? I, no, I don't know what the reason it. is, but like... You know, my dad was more like a hippie, but not. Right. Like a southern hippie, but yeah. not. My, he was my, an almond brother. My, my dad was kind of that way. He was an almond brother. My dad was kind of that way. Hippies worked on cars. He, he, hippies worked on cars, that was your dad. That's right. Dwayne Allman, the almond brother. So, exactly. Yeah. Her, dad, her dad would be offended to find out that someone in his family did something racist. But he's also very conservative. Right. Like, when, like very, very, um, uh, like when, when Burger King stops flying the rebel flag, her dad was McDonald stopped flying the rebel flag. Her dad was like, "That's our culture." Like it wasn't about racism for him. Literally, wait, I'm sorry, this know. might be an age thing. McDonald's used to fly the rebel flag. Uh, yeah, no, this is an old, old. The Georgia State flag that had the Confederate flag in it. Yeah. 
And so you couldn't go to McDonald's with her dad. And you, the yeah. Georgia state flag had the Confederate flag as part of its flag. Right. So they stopped flagging. Mississippi still does. Yeah, and, and, and her dad was like, well, well, that's our heritage. I can't, I can't go to McDonald's. And I Dude. remember being like, hold on, they don't sell Diet Cokes at like Burger King. Like They sell Diet Pepsi. And I would be like, Leanne, can we talk to your dad about this? She's like... Because what's important is Coke versus Pepsi, clearly. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, he's like, but, but he's not a hateful middle. person. He's never said the N-word. He's not that kind of guy. Right. He just is like, he's about, I grew up that, here. This is my thing. You guys need to roll. My dad. What time is it? We got five. Yeah. My, All right. All right. We'll wrap this up. My dad, who uh, passed away a couple years ago, he was he's exactly that same way. Now, I used to be kind of defensive about the Confederate flag because, like, to this day, in my dad's old room in the house I grew up in, which is still the way it was when he was alive. Like, there's a fucking re- Confederate flag in there, and like, the, he was just—he always loved the stars and bars. My dad was never a fucking racist. So it then, was so legitimately then, never about any guys? kind of. It was about his southern hair. It really was, and people don't want to hear that, but it's fucking true for some of these people. But as I grew up, I realized what that flag represented to so many other people. And it, and and that's all valid, and so it wasn't worth it to me to I, – I don't wear the Confederate flag or fly it or any kind of shit like that for those reasons, but I will kind of defend some of that because my dad was one of those people. It right. wasn't about that shit for him. You know? My so, dad – I told you my dad was a preacher, but I, I feel like the story is if Trey's dad had become a preacher, he'd be my dad. My dad used to listen to Leonard Skinner literally exclusively right. until he started preaching and now like plays gospel music. Literally exclusively. I didn't know there were other bands. And he has this Leonard Skinner belt buckle that's like this. It's got. It, it almost looks laminated, but it's a little nicer than that. And it's underneath is like this sparkly rebel flag, and it says Leonard Skinner. I had that same fucking and one. It's badass. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> gorgeous and cool, and it's from the seventies. And I feel guilty saying that because I understand on some level, as much as a white man can, that that means something to so many people. But at that time, to my dad, it meant Leonard fucking Skinner. Leonard, yeah. by God, Skinner. This well, fucking Southern rock. Exactly. Which was taking over rock and roll. Exactly. Right. Hell yeah. Exactly. Marshall Tucker, and you were Leonard allowed to be Skinner, proud to be Southern. Dudes. And Leonard Skinner could tell Neil Young to go fuck himself because he knew what the fuck he was talking about. And who the fuck was going to question Neil Young? Now you can't. Exactly. If you, uh, no, oh, no. How do you guys feel about we can. His, okay, look. Because David look, Allen Coe. Now, David Allen Coe. Some racists uh, are really talented. He, some, right, yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a very, he made a lot of uh, really... All are wordsmiths, so... Yeah. He made a lot I mean, of very like, dude, shit, I mean, but a lot of really Bill Cosby's albums are too. great. You know what I mean? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? You know what I mean? Yes. You know what? That's fucking perfect. It is. Bill Cosby's album's great. Yes. Yeah. Are David Allen Coe's? They're not as good as Cosby's, but they're great. but they're great. You know, he, as a person... I think he's gotten better. I've heard stories of him getting better because I've met people that have opened up for him or whatever. And they're like, dude, he, you know, he's not that way. Le- uh, you're talking about David Allen Coe? David Allen Coe, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, not Cosby. That he yeah. grew up. But, Bill but, Cosby's gotten better. He's not yeah, raping no, anymore. No, 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 no. You're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. You're he, saying yeah. David Allen Coe grew up some. That's what I'm saying. Is that I can he's, buy that. He really is not. But when he, at that time, it was so okay. Now, I'm not saying that he grew up because he wanted to. I'm saying I think he grew up because he had to. Like, when in the 60s and 70s, when he was putting out those underground trucker tapes or whatever, yeah. where he was saying the N-word and he was saying this, he didn't... Ever, for he anyone didn't, listening, he was, like, saying it not ironically. No, no, no. no, 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 no. He, he was, was awful. In, in the only no, things I've ever listened to He him, didn't get any backlash I've only heard him use it one time. 
No, 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 no. If you're from where we're from, he's got one called the N word lover, and it's about a woman being in love with a black man. How awful that is. She went and found someone whose dick was so much bigger, and then that scumbag motherfucker ran off with a. I'm not going to say it. I don't get it. What's the next word? But he was hearing a whole song. God, that's so easy to run with. Exactly. Does he know The literal next line is he goes, and to think I licked the pussy. Where that big black dick could been. Like, seriously. He's got a whole album dedicated to that. The best part of this is that he knows the lyrics. I was about to say, Corey knows every word like, by heart. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, like, we, we heard that, and it's like, yeah, we heard but it in, in 10. We in heard it in 11. I never, I only heard days, it in college. When he was when doing it, was he didn't like, get any back. No, the music, I mean. No, no, no. no, I, oh. no I, I, I'd heard the word much earlier. Oh. But I'd, I'd only heard uh, the David Allen Cohen college, and the only, like, uh, that was covered in tattoos and scars. Some got those songs are and that song is right. so good. It's a great and, song. And that's a very to me. That's Sometimes a very hypocritical line in that song. Yeah, and I, dude, I fuck it. I'll say it. He literally says he goes working, working like, like a nigger for my room and board. Yeah. Well, like, but everyone else is like they're lazy. But then, but in yeah. that in that aspect, he uses the word like they work really hard. You know, yeah, what I mean? like he's, he's like busting his ass, busting his ass, right? right. Yeah, it's, and that song is if that ain't country, I'll kiss a, your ass. Yeah, there's a there's a guy out there named I think his name is Junior Johnson, who's a, Jamie. Is that the Jamie Johnson? Johnson? Yeah. Is that the, yeah, the I racist? Think Junior... no. Oh, no, 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 never mind. No, never mind. no, 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 no there's a the racist. You need to leave, Leanne? No, Does no, everyone no. need to leave? All right, we need well, to we wrap do, this actually, up. Yeah, right, we we got to wrap this up. Sorry. All right, hold on. We don't want I to leave, this by up. the way. I fucked this up. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> that's uh, fucking that's some shit. redneck <laughs> shit. By the way, we the Walker Jr.? I brought it here. No, but he's going to leave it here. We the Walker Jr.? You know about... I love that shit. Sincerely, yeah. that we, it's called kratom. It's called a. New, it's a new drug that's going to be outlawed. Uh, Shane Moss was talking about but it. It's not a new drug. It's been in. It's, it's native an to herbal Southeast, remedy. It's native to Southeast Asia, and people have been it's taking it in Southeast Asia. It's the, that right there is the ground up leaves of a plant that grows in Southeast Asia, where they've been do, taking that shit, making tea out of it and stuff for literally centuries. It only recently came to America, and it's got a lot of therapeutic qualities. Uh, it hits, so to speak. Therefore, so, old white men hate it. Old white people found out about it, and so now it's going to be illegal uh, soon because the DEA can't have that shit. But uh, it's, just, it's literally a plant. That's Which a ground-up so plant. Exactly. Because pot should be legal. It's the same fucking... It's not the same. It's very different. But you wouldn't have to have a lottery in Georgia. Right. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Now, I mean, and, I'd still like for us to have that lottery if that's not possible. You wouldn't have to have a Percocet habit either, and that's, that's what this shit's if about. If we had that's weed, true. we could still have the lottery, but instead of that money going to education, we could just all this, get that it. Shit like this, shit people, <laughs> this shit helps people. This shit helps people. Headaches and stuff. This shit helps people get off It's a natural remedy and a natural painkiller, so a lot of addicts use it you know, to help with that. And so... You know, being from the South, it's a huge fucking problem. And, uh, yeah, opiate, a, it's a huge yeah, problem. I'm a former, I'm yeah. a former opiate abuser, the, and I can tell you, it literally DEA. triggers the same. It feels the, a lot the same. And the, yeah, I, don't, I won't say I was an addict, but I was definitely an abuser. Well, she, you know what she, I mean? They're making I, I fell it worse, up a waterfall, the and I was worse. using a lot of pain pills and, and Valium. And Leanne is literally, when I say this socially, one of the more conservative people when it comes to like drugs and alcohol. She doesn't drink much. Uh, do, never smokes pot. Never does drugs. Never at all. Seen cocaine once, I think, maybe. And, Where? And near Leanne, here? Leanne right off the bat was like, "Listen, you're using these pills at a bowling alley." Uh, <laughs> and then he was like, she "Was just killing it." I'm sure. Uh, I was murdering it with my body, and so <laughs> she was like, "Hey, go to go across the street, get prescribed for marijuana, and and stop using pain pills." Right. And I was like, "Really?" She was like, "Yeah, it works. Just do it." And I did it, and it. 
and I was like, holy shit. But Leanne's also the person in that sentence that I will say, like, when she notices that I'm smoking a lot of pot, is like, you know, let's get into therapy. And, like, get into therapy, and then you stop smoking pot, and you're like, maybe you're using that to, like, help with depression. self-medicate. Yeah. Right. Well, She's what a I was really gonna legit say fucking chick. About the drug problem in the South, my hometown, Bowden, mm-hmm. it's like 1,800 people total population, oh, yeah, right? 14% of the population was was arrested right. for producing or distributing methamphetamines. Oh, yeah. 14% of yeah, the population. You're right. It is all self-medication and like that's... Uh, and but but like weed and like this secretum shit or whatever is a much less harmful form of self medication than fucking the other shit people are doing in the south and everywhere. But it's, you, it's real bad in the fucking south. And, do you know what year that was with the meth? Uh, it was about five years ago. I feel like meth was its own anti drug campaign what? because people were like falling and, apart on it, and that's one of the problems with pills is people can function with them. Oh, and, fuck and, yeah. and Corey, I'm pointing at Corey now. Corey just admitted that he has abused him in the past. Trey's mom. You know, didn't raise him basically because she was a pill billy. My brother's in prison for murder, unfortunately, but pills. Now that we is have thirty seconds left, what led to all that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already, I think I mentioned earlier. No, yeah, but yeah. my point is, it's so real that I, I went to law school. He went to get his MBA. Corey's I kept doing decent drugs. looking. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> in the South, it's but he's my been doing point is, it's everyone. Like yeah. I, I, I'm like a success story, quote unquote, and it's literally in my family. It's so pervasive, and they want to take this something that people have used to get off of it and make it illegal. It it because it makes me want to do violence. And what exactly? exactly. That's no what it is. She said, that, "Where's the money in that?" That's exactly what it is. It's the, the, the their pharmaceutical buddies, the lobbyists and shit, whose pockets so they are in have fucking. <laughs> It's bad business for them because people are going to take fewer pills if they get on this shit, and so they can't have that, obviously. And so here you go. Now something that's all natural is going to be illegal while more people get hooked on fucking Oxycontin or whatever. Well, they're fucking assholes. We're right. Chickens hit. Mammals are awesome. Bert, we got to get the fuck. I'm so sorry, buddy. All you want to speak about you this podcast is you need one badass southern bitch to take care of you. Yes, we all got one of those. That's why you're so successful. I get it now. I was wondering. I was like, what is it? Someone get I was like, her dreams I was like, like mine. I was like, how is Bert this successful? What's happening? Then oh, I met wait, you. Can I? Can we just take two seconds? Yes. Here, Leanne, hold this microphone. I want to show you what is on my ass. <laughs> and Corey, you have to show what's on yours next. Uh, oh, I don't. See. I don't have it on anymore. Well, oh, because we, nice. we were about to leave, so I went and well, changed. Just show, show them what's on your uh, actual ass, then. Oh well, no, actually, that's true. Hold on. I just have a. I have a. Uh, a tattoo on mine. What? Of girls. That's four girls' initials. I lost them in beer pong, and uh, that was the bet. <laughs> oh, nice. And they still show me their teeth. But show them their, their uh, Speedo. Oh, yeah. Well, I got This yeah, is we got, while we, we were talking about this. Speedos. That's Kofo. That's my nickname. So we got, nice. Got my You're Speedos. twinsies. This twinsies. has been a fucking amazing podcast. Oh, man. If you're ever in L.A., if I'm ever in Atlanta or uh, Tennessee or wherever the fuck you guys are, I want to do it again. Come hang out. I think they're half and New York, half can, Tennessee, you can half do Atlanta. Our podcast yeah. then. I'm because of you, we're going to do it. Leave this place knowing you need to start a podcast. Yes. Okay. Start it right now. Great. Oh, yeah. More shit to what's do. The no, what's the name of it? Do we have a name? Do we have a name? Well, hold on. 
there's there's one reason we don't, and I think we're allowed to talk about it. We're going to be on Sirius uh, for a week in October covering the election. I think we have to wait till that's over to start yeah, doing it. No, you do not. Okay. No, you don't. You don't. So, birth a lawyer now, guys. No, no, trust me. <laughs> no, 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 I've been in this business a long time. I know. I'm just fine. You do your own fucking thing. Uh-huh. Start it now. All right. And then use that platform to launch your other thing. Hell yeah. And that's where the money is. Uh, hell yeah. This bottle directly. I'm drinking this bourbon. What is yeah, wellreadcomedy.com. That's R-E-D. R-E-D, baby. Or you can right. find us on Twitter and Facebook and shit just with our names. And uh, watch them little redneck videos because those are cool. They're fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you, Bert. I love you guys. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.